Welcome to the Cory Boy. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> yeah, coming straight out the high space. Holy sick. You. Stand up. I call him Eat Queasy. Brother Sick. You must. <laughs> yeah, Honolulu City. Let's yeah, yeah. Dude, all riled up. Yeah, immersed too violent. Put these fools on their back. The logo was symbolic. Get down with the new sound from the island. For my man Queasy's tape. Every time he does this shit, he must be doing this shit. Pops and pills. I don't know, man. You gotta be ill. Listen to the ill way we put together this. Uh, it's about to get severed with. You know what he's gonna do? Yeah, did I heard his lyrics? Huh? If you betray me, you're gonna die. You suck on my dick. I'll put a nut in your eye. Get out the light, woman. I don't love you no more. funny i was talking i, scotch. I was talking with um uh-huh. i was talking with my buddy at work uh uh rastaman and like he's he's been here uh, and in america for like 20 30 years and like he's, his accent doesn't go away and it's just like my mother-in-law she's from south carolina uh south carolina north carolina and she's still y'all like she still has an oh, accent. It, no, it's just crazy. Now. Like how you could live <laughs> where, no, wherever, you, fucking, yeah, yeah, wherever you live, and you, you can't get rid of that accent. Like that, that's a trip. You can tame it's it though. Like even with Josetta, you can tame it, but I think it's a, out, it's psychological. It's be. When she moved to Hawaii, she kind of lost that Long Island accent. But uh-uh. when you get her mad, I still hear it that comes shit. out. Yeah, I mean, I, but, but we even have it with us, though. Well, I yeah. mean, it, it, yes. it really depends. Oh, like my, my kids will always laugh because, like, depending who I'm talking you to. You can go in and out of pigeon. Oh, I've heard it, Charlie. Street. Sometimes it pops out. You're like, what? what, what? Yeah, but no, here, here's the difference. Whoa. You can go in and out of pigeon, but you all, we all know there's uh, my brothers out there. Yeah. That's just how they yeah. speak, even at a funeral, at church, even when they're like, hey, hey, they're like, fuck, are you fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I love accents, dude. It's Me too. Awesome. I love accents so much that if I'm with someone that has an accent, I don't mean to do it intentionally. Don't you start but doing I an will accent start, too? I will start picking up their accent and right. I, I will start talking to them. Oh, you mean like Bubs? Madonna? No, yeah. like, no, Bubs. Right? 
like Madonna and Hilaria. No, no Bubs, like that, like that. No, like our dad, like our dad as a Chinese restaurant, they're like, what you want to order? He's all, uh, we do black bean. I was like, dad, come on. Could you just tell her black bean? He's all, we do uh, shrimp canton. You like shrimp canton? No. order in like a broken Chinese English version. And it wasn't until we got older, how where we would get really uncomfortable and be like, stop talking. I know, but I'm finding myself doing that now. Like, I was at the Mexican restaurant. She's all, yes, uh, full on Mexican. And and I was like, I was like, see, see, por favor. I was like, gracias. And then she started speaking. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) I shouldn't have led you on. I got ahead of my. I have no idea what I'm saying. I just know the three things. I make like. Yes, no. I make like. Thank you. I think with accents, uh, your origins, it's like comfort food. Yeah. Like, it just makes you feel safe. It makes you f- remind you of home and family and, like, identity. And, like, you will never, ever get away with it. You could recorrect it or – sorry, I hate to use that word correct. You could change it, but it will never get out of you. Also, you know what I mean? you feel like you're uh, a piece of home. No, yeah, no, no, a, p- a place of origin. You know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. I fucking love accents. Are we recording? Hey, yo, gory boys, man. man. Get up off that punk smooth shit. shit. Give us that rough corpse in the bathtub shit. Yeah. You know how we do. So excited. Wait, hold on. Clink, clink, you hear that, people? Clink, clink, clink. You guys hear that? Somebody made old fashioned. I made old fashions for the, yes. for the crew here. Uh, delicious, oh, yay, nay. Oh, it's great. It's so good. I love an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Especially when the ice melts a little. Because you know, Let me start talking about the origins of old. Well, no, sorry. The great part of old fashions and uh, anything on the rocks is that when you first sip it, it's harsh. And then slowly... <laughs> no, you let the ice melt. It equalizes. Great. But yeah. like any great mixed drink yeah. is either the vermouth or the bitters. Oh, it's it the bitters. I'm all about the bitters. Well, it's the bitters and the cherries. I know citrus is involved, but I've, it's a little overrated in my I, opinion. I saved my I saved Here my I go, cherry. talking about it again. <laughs> well, Charlie is the resident. She's worked for years as a bartender. So Ooh. how do you rate... Uh, my brother's old fashioned. I mean, I'm gonna say nine out of ten. Stop! Don't be yes. that. Don't be honest. Well, I'm a consumer. Are you being honest or are you being nice? I like the citrus. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And what yeah. do you do on the rim? You, you know, okay. I do I, the rim and then I I squeeze. You light the you I, do the lighter I, and let it. And I like a little you bit. Flame it. Do you burn? No, the I don't. Well, that that it, it uh bur- it gets it to burst. The dynamic. I don't like. It does. Smoking. Well, hold on, hold on. My problem with most old fashions at places is they citrus. They go less on the bourbon. So I'm always like, oh, fuck, I'm like drinking that. water. Yeah, fuck that. And so what I like about my old fashioned is yeah. you're drinking like five shots. Yes. And I like that. Really? Five shots? 
Well, I just count. I go one, like two, two, three, four, five. Dude, well, shots are pretty big. When it no, when I'm pouring, I'm standard. straight pouring. Well, actually, my you, thing is I do the ice. Can you say when you're pouring a shot, what is the count of a one shot? It's one, one two, three two, is a shot. Three. three. Yes. It's not quick. It's one, two. Okay, so when I do old-fashioned, whatever the ice is, I pour past the ice. So oh, I just so keep two pouring. Fingers, right? uh, two uh, fingers, right? Uh, two I pour past the ice. Ron Burgundy always said two fingers of Glenlivet. You know what that means? The glass has to have a measure of two fingers. Look, of the glass is half empty the, or half the full. Three, or half it's the, your decision. The three count depends on the bottle. It also depends, like, how quickly the alcohol is coming out. So it, like, right. there's a whole there's a whole thing to it, like, which is why I never like to just free pour. I'm always about measuring things, like, as a bartender, people get upset because they're yeah, like... Yeah, I like free pour bartenders. Like, you use the measured... I wouldn't like you then. I measure everything right. out, and they would get really pissed off, and they would be like, oh... You're like, come on, give a hook, little. Are you going to hook me up? And I'm like, do you want your drink to taste fucking amazing <laughs> to where it has the no, perfect elements drunk. of this, this, and this? Right. No, they just want me to do heavy-handed and just like... Yes! I fucking I don't, like I don't want to do that. I want the perfect cocktail. Oh, I'm with you. Charlie, you would not get a good tip from me. You would not get a good tip from me. I'd look at you and be like, you're cute. I like this. Here's $2. Bye. Come on, Where's the other guy? I actually agree with you, Charlie. Or girl. You're the bartender. If you over pour gin in a martini, it'll ruin it. Yes, that's a that's a. If you tip, over pour a, any mixed drink, ooh, I love a good gin too. Or I like it dirty and um, either vodka, musky. Either vodka, bourbon, or you over pour anything. There's the reason why bartenders have that measuring shot glass. Yeah, of course. And so what Charlie's saying is, if you want to enjoy yep. the mixed drink, she's right. Let, she's right. Let it be made. I'm just correctly. an alcoholic, and so I have, um, you know, I have. So when people say they want a straight martini, that means they want no like. Olive um, juice or n- like no vermouth. Essentially, they just want it straight. Yeah, so like, I'll sure. make it straight, and they're always like, "Oh, this doesn't taste right." I'm like, "But you ordered it straight." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You this is your straight, fault. It's just pretty much correct alcohol. I love the dirty when else. they do it dirty. I like the dirty. The I'm dirty is is dirty. almost like a steak. You know what I mean? Like, dirty. what does that mean dirty. when you're like dirty? Dirty? dirty is extra olive juice. Yeah, Because yeah. normally when you do martini, you're going to do a There's more of a brine, of, of right? Juice, like a, like a um, little bit of brine yeah. to add the salt. But like when you do dirty, you're going to do an extra amount of fucking dirty. You're going to yeah, like, it, you're going to add you, it. The, the, Again with the accent. You Sorry. just went accent on it. Yeah. I have a question. I'm looking at the Did you hear that, Queasy? I did. I love it. <laughs> I'm looking at the bottom of my glass with the old fashioned. You eat, can, eat the cherry. I can the see the fucking cherry's the best part of an old fashioned. Glass right now, where you muddled the cube of sugar and drink all that. No, 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 but yeah. like, there's a whole circle of it where the sugar is on the bottom. Well, sh- yeah, That's sugar does element. that. That's so the stays there. I'm asking, is That's it? Why you, do you, you swirl. Well, simple. So give a bartender a glass and be like refill, because there's still so much sugar. I'm so hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain this chart. Chart, you'll get get down with this. So I've gone away with muddling the sugar cube, but a real old fashioned, you muddle sugar cube, you put bitters, you also put simple syrup, Mm -hmm. and then you have a citrus rim. You put the cherry and the bourbon, right? That's a no, no, no. That's a traditional. 
No, what but I'm saying is there's way too much sugar that I'm willing to accept. With a sugar cube and simple syrup. So I never I'm not, I, n- I'm not I never down with I that. never use the sugar cube. I just do the simple. But I do almost eight dashes of bitters for my Fuck yeah. For my I oats. think the dash they do four. Traditionally you're supposed to do four. The whole bottle. I think that's that is an insult. No. You should do eight or nine. Eight dashes of bitters is I don't even count. I just soak it. I soak that shit. Seriously. Wait, I, I, this just dawned on me. I'm literally doing this with the ice cube. I'm You're having an epiphany. I never I'm, use the cube. I'm swishing my glass. No, I'm only doing it because I want to impress no, no. you guys. You, you've totally impressed. Okay, well. Yes, you've Mission impressed. served. Mission I'm swishing has my served. glass around right now. <laughs> and the whole bottom is the muddled sugar cube. Don't drink it. No, I'm swishing it around. The alcohol is not releasing it. Drink put, the fucking cherry. I put my finger in there and swipe, and it comes right off. How does alcohol not pull the sugar off from the bottom? Well, it's sugar, dude. Oh, it's and sugar. it's also crushed cube sugar, too. Mm. Different. But isn't anyway, the bottom the treat? I feel like this Move is the on. Big Bang Theory, Move and we're on. doing science. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. Hello. Oh, hey, okay. Um, let's let's go. Let's go through this. Yes. Um, yes. Let's go through this. D- uh, what are we? What new? What, did what we new watch? do we have? Anything? I have not heard I shit. I have no new news, Squeezy. There's nothing on the plane. Nothing. Well, I mean, horror wise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Horror wise. Yeah, but they usually have like yeah, but there's nothing new. Oh my god, on the plane it's horrible. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they got a lot, but yeah, not horror. No, 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 no. There's they have nothing, nothing horror. Oh, no they don't even have a horror genre on airplanes. It's just adventure and. No, it's it horror will be muddled in with um, what's new. I only have one thing. Uh, this came up this past uh, Saturday on uh, Showtime. Uh, bodies, Bodies, Bodies is now on cable. Okay. Well, I haven't watched it yet, but I recorded it, and I can't wait to watch I it. I already watched it. We already reviewed She reviewed it. I watched it again, actually, at home. All right, well, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll watch Nobody it. I, no, no one watched it Nobody except Char, 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 Char. I do want to see it. I'm, I think I, you guys I, should I will. Like we will. Yeah. We will. We will. I mean, but that's not new. It's got my boy. That's not new. It's got though. my boy. New, dude. No, 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 as far as what's new. No, I saw several things this week. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went to that the festival. Did you? Which one? The Hawaii International. Uh, you did. And? Uh, I went to the HIF. I Where saw was it? At Kahala. I saw... Out of the movies, because I just bought a pass. I didn't. I didn't get tickets. Well, the pass you can just do go. unlimited. But, but you do have to go online and like and secure tickets. Yeah. So yes, I, you do. Yeah, I yep. came back and said that I, I went. I just put for everything. Good. It was like you're doubling up. You can't do this. And I was like, uh, I'm gonna I just, do yeah, it. I just turned off their <laughs> bullshit. Oh, I'm gonna get all of it. Stop fucking with me. The best thing. The best thing was on um, April Fool's Day. Ooh. It was that um, the Sisu Sisu. The Finnish movie, the one with um. Is this horror? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. from where? From what region of the country? Finland. No shit. And this was in the HIF. Yep, yep. What? Was it a short? No, 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 no. It was. Um, Hour what? Mm, I don't know. I would. I want to say it was maybe seventy to eighty minutes. Oh shit! It was tight. Oh wow. Okay, so it's it, it's a prospector. Um, he, he's, uh, uh, it's World War II, a Nazi death squad. Um, I don't know, that's pretty horror to me. Yeah. Uh, they, they come over and they catch this dude and they try, they find out, or they're rolling through. 
and and um, it's the land. What is this? The 50s, 60s? World War, yeah, 50 something. It's World War II. It's a, it was a oh, war. Sorry. It was the Land Ford War or something in Finland. So they're rolling through and they catch him and they know he's got the gold and they're going to get it from him. But he's a fucking beast. And he's from World War Ain't I. Ain't to be fucked with. He fucking fought in World War One and oh, he's a monster. Yes. He, they go, they they kidnap these women because they're gonna they're gonna are them, and a bunch of the and like there's one chick, there's one woman in that bus that's a. You oh, ain't arring me. He's sitting right in the middle, just staring at him, dude. Like, like knowing what's gonna happen. Later in the film, shit, they're like, "What are you laughing at?" And she's all, <laughs> she's just like, "This guy fought in this guy fought in World War One. They couldn't control him. What they used to do is they used to just throw him in, throw him out there." And he would just do his thing. He would tear a, tear a line all the way through the the um, the the enemies. And they would, he wouldn't listen to anything. They'd be like, "Hey, no, you cannot." And he'd be like, "Yeah," and he would just leave. But the violence in it was the horror, man. The violence in it was unfucked. Was this subtitles? It's like a full yeah, full movie. Or Holy or shit! Yeah. Movie, movie, yep. Like our standard, yep, our yep, half. Yep. And and what you rate it? Uh, I, I give it all the way up. What do we have? Five? I five. five. Damn. It was, it was, what is it called again? It was S-I-S-U. Oh, I'm fine. Uh, it was, it was, nah, there was. That's going to be a hard one to try and find, though, yeah, when I'm, it's under Underground Film Festival. No, but, no, but I, I've seen it uh, in many different places, so I think it's gotten enough buzz to where, I mean, it might end up on, like, uh, Plex, but um, it, it's well, or uh, Shutter, it might. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah, see, I mean, that's teetering on the line, you know. Well, that's when you make it to the big leagues. Is when yeah. you do a hiff, and then yep. they call you up and go, yep. "Yo, we're about to put your shit on." Fuck yeah, bro! What else did you watch? It took me to like Rambo, dude. Like, I, I saw a Korean one that was a little. I mean, it, the drama in it was good, but, dude, it was all drama, so I, it has horror. to do with no, horror. Absolutely not, so I'm okay. not even going to. Okay, okay, And then there was a Japanese anime, the last one, and um, I'm going to have to look up that name because I can't even remember it. Dude, was it good? It was really good. But, again, it's not, it's, like, on the line of it. Like, it's, it wasn't I see what horror. you're saying. Yeah, I this, see what you're saying. This movie on, like, April Fool's Day was the closest one to, like, Dude, just yeah, because Hiff doesn't do a lot of horror. Mm -hmm. Like from what I, don't I understand my why. history of like. I mean, they do. Hiff. They do something. Nah, but it's it's so my much yeah. Right it's now. loosely related. Yeah. It's, it's, there's so much right now that's out. Like I can't believe that they couldn't even secure like what. Maybe they're just kind of like, no, we don't take those submissions. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how I, to do it. I don't know the process. It's a it's a redheaded stepchild of the group, man. It's like. Yes, you oh. do. And I know this because um, me and Wifey sponsored our cousin's film uh, with the people we know, that uh, the that movie Waikiki that landed yeah. up getting the hugest acclaims from a couple of years ago. Um, so, oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. we were part of that process. And, um, that was really good. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's really tough. Like, these are people trying to break into the industry. Yeah. And... Um, it's a shot in the dark where you do good in HIF or any HIF is just Hawaii, but these go on throughout all well, of the country the and the though, world. That, but but it, it's weird because it's there was I watched the short. HIF gets from, a lot of attention, by the way. Yeah, but also oh, there were shorts. There, there was no nobody. Tons from, of shorts. Nobody from Hawaii put SISU on. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, a movie from Finland. Like I don't know. That's where I'm saying I'm confused at how they run this thing. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure, because, yes, there, and the, the, I thought there was going to be the movie about the bomb, the bombing, where we got the oh, Korean. Oh, Oppen 20 Oppen minutes. That was supposed to, I, I thought that was going to oh, be Oh, that's there. not there? Oppenheimer, oh, on there? Oppenheimer, that one? No, 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 no. no, no it's a Hawaii, it's here. been on the news oh, a lot. I saw that. Oh, 20 yeah. minutes. It's called 20 minutes. It's called 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Guys going to the sewers. And like, oh, yeah, it yeah. It looks really good, but uh, it right. wasn't on it. No, this, there was one, um, oh, man, I, I, I can't really remember, but it was like, a, it was like eight, eight shorts in a row, and then they played um, something that I actually kind of walked, walked out on, just because it wasn't my thing. Ooh, a walkout. Yeah, but, I, I was, yeah, but it was more like, okay, I, I think I'm done here. You know, I got to get home and cook dinner. You're, like, no, but I you're like, like, I got the gist. Yeah, I watched the eight in a row that were like, <laughs> some were like, Okay, you know. That I love that you committed to all that. That's yep, fucking yep. rad. That's the, wonderful. Um that's fucking awesome. I I didn't really watch a lot of shit. I, I mean, as far as horror related yeah, yeah, as far as horror related, no. Yeah, I've been traveling and whatnot. Um I watched a lot of movies and shows and shit. Just not horror related, so I got nothing. What do you guys got? Char, Bubs? So unfortunately every time we do this, I really don't. Because we like to just do oh. horror-related stuff. Um, Queasy and I always produce a lot of these sessions, so everything we are going to talk about, I go yeah. back and rewatch. So right now, there's not a lot of shit that I've watched. I have watched stuff, but they're not horror. And we've all agreed we're not going to talk about Okay, Char, Char, what did you, wh anything? I did watch something. It's called um, A House on the Bayou. Ooh. And it's a Blumhouse movie, which that. is oh. why, oh, what? why I decided to watch it. Is, uh, here we go. Let's I watched it, it on Amazon Prime. It is free. Came out in 2021. What? So the synopsis oh, wow. is, hoping for an idyllic getaway, a couple and their daughter visit a remote mansion in rural Louisiana. When suspiciously friendly neighbors show up uninvited, the weekend soon takes a sinister turn mm. as dark secrets test the family's fragile bonds. Whoa. So there was some cool little elements in it, but... That sounds incredible. It was kind of, but a little bit of the acting was kind of terrible. Subtitles? <laughs> is it film cheesy or does it look like a real film? I mean, it looks like a real film, and um, there's some definite like crazy shit, which is like makes you feel like uncomfortable. From the bayou, and it's all about the Louisiana Bayou, which I like love. Love, which is why I picked this movie. But it's like it sounds like a. I'm going to say maybe tonight. Ooh, that, that's real talk. Actually, it's yeah. good that you brought that up because when Session 9 first came out, when we watched it, tonight. it was in the tonight. beginning of the digital age of, of uh, the big Panavision to film movies. They started using like digital cameras, right? And you could see that in Session 9. And then there was a lot of films that came out that used digital to right, film. Right, right. I only ask that to you because Queasy and I have watched a lot of movies where it immediately you're like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be good. And some of them turned out to be really good. And then there were some that really were horrible. And I will go back to the Ed Gein movie. Un 
unfortunately, that Kane Hodder played Ed Gein. That fucking movie is horrible, and they were in the early days of transitioning to digital, and it just did not work. You know what I mean? Well, he didn't look like, like he didn't have bricks and huge muscles. Yeah, exactly. It was this dainty little wrong old casting, thing. horrible casting. Yeah. Oh my God, we just uh, there's okay. So we need to start with three. There's three trailers yeah. that we all because you guys all know we're on a text chain. Queez uh, usually is the protagonist behind this all. But um, there were three trailers ever. There were three, and the first one we'll get into quick. Um, we're still on the f- Jim Gaffigan. We're still on the fence whether it's horror. Well, what's the title? It's um. Linoleum. Linoleum. The cast. So the female is the lead uh, from Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. Um, The daughter. Oh, God, it kills me. The cast is incredible. Um, This. I don't even. I don't think it's horror. I don't know. I mean, it's on the cut. You said Donnie Darko, and I was like, yes. I would. That's on the borderline of like, yeah, it's dark. It's insane it's looking. It's sci-fi like, drama, before, but it, right? it definitely psychological. Is on the, it, it's yeah. definitely on the cusp of horror for sure. Well, I just will say out of the three, that one I'm interested. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah it, the other it um, two is straight up horror. It's so weird, but let's talk about the Gaffigan. Yeah. It's I I don't even know how to explain it. It's fucking. This is a synopsis. Mind blowing, weird. Cameron. What a trailer. The host of a falling TV science show for children has always had aspirations of being an astronaut. When a mysterious satellite coincidentally falls from space and lands in his backyard, his midlife crisis manifests into a plan to rebuild the machine into a rocket. As surreal events. I, I feel there, in the trailer, I got possession vibes. When you say yeah. that, I got like, well, there's a doubler of him. Yeah. Like in the trailer, you, you're like, yeah, there's yeah. another one, but he doesn't look like him. But they like also a don't give a lot away. You know? They don't. Uh, no, it, it's so well, with confusing. With horror films yeah. or they any don't. of that shit, they don't really well, like gas out all of their shit on the trip. I wasn't sure if they're yeah. fake, like, like it's like a crazy person in there, like, kind of like, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we'll build, and it's all cardboard. Totally. Uh, no, and, like, uh, and, and no. Queasy, what do we get? Like, we saw nothing. Like Nothing. I, at the end of the trailer, I was like, I don't even know what the but fuck is the movies are. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm in. The indie horrors, they fuck. But I'm in, yeah. You know? Yeah. So all right. The first one. The second one. Ugh, uh, this is a true horror film. Who oh, pulled yeah. it up? Charlie, did you? Where is it from? The no, no, I did. It's um, yeah. it's from Slovakia, the Czech so Republic. It's, it's in Night subtitles. Siren. Night Siren. Oh my God! Wow. This one actually. 2023. It hasn't. 2022. Yeah. Oh yeah, 2022. Because the one we just talked about with Gaffigan was 2023. It hasn't come out yet. So Night Siren. But Night Siren. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're all watching that shit. Yeah, that, that one looks really. That looks good. good. So queasy. Give oh, us the premise. Man. I, I saw. Kind of. I'm not sure if. Okay, so the vibe I got was like it's like two parts, and like it, it, it maybe it's like it begin, it begins, and then there's like a why did you do this? Future and past yes, kind yes, of thing. That's, a, that's what I was getting. But then again, it's like, like not to give away too much, but you all see it in the trailer. It's like which is and, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't even know how to describe and, it. And having and which like, is coven. And at the same time they have their coven in their party. It's like I I got also got the vibe of the of the of the 
of the re- religious sect, like, no, yeah. you know, they're the, burning something. Something yeah. larger, yeah. 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 And it's definitely, like, which is they old. They don't show yeah. a lot or say a lot. But so you get that lot, vibe. Everything they show you is very uh, cut off, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, but it's purposely. I yeah, love but, trailers I love like that. that. But Bubs, isn't this what we always complain and talk about? Like, but sometimes they show way too much. Right? Isn't this what we yeah, always talk about? Like, film, you know? trailers where they give too much, yeah, mm. yeah. and the trailer like this where they gave a lot, and I was like, I still do not yeah. know what the <laughs> fuck right? this thing guess, is guess about. What's the difference? The genre of horror always does trailers better than yeah. any other genre. Hundred percent. And I'm not being biased on that. I truly believe that. Uh, uh, Go no. back on YouTube no. <laughs> and watch the trailers for fucking the original Texas Chainsaw, yeah. for Nightmare on Elm no, no, no. Jason, any of that shit. Guys, case in point, what was the that. movie that we hated? Skinner that, Marie. That had the greatest trailer, but the movie sucked? Yeah. That trailer was incredible. Case in point, yeah, or does, it, that trailer was amazing. I watched it again, and... I was the only one that was holding out hope. Uh, yes, you were. On the same page. Yeah, I don't understand. The whole country knows. Why the, the, the genre of the younger generation. The whole world Roll knows. Your all the videos eyes. I see on YouTube are like, this movie will ch- I'll change you. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, all, these no. people are, they're like, robots or something. What are you watching? I don't know. Has it could be 15 minutes of greatness. Yeah, but, but Kate. They're getting paid to say this, movies. I think. But yeah. case in point, yeah. horror does have the best trailers. Sure. Because that was. We were sucked in. That trailer was awesome. That trailer was a thousand percent yeah, better than watch, the film. If yeah. you think that's good, you know what? Fuck that. Go watch I Saw the Devil from we talked about last week. Fuck Skin of Marine. Nah, I Saw the Devil no. had way crazier parts yeah, than sure. any of that fucking movie. Well, I know, but the trailer was good on that, and the movie was fantastic. Yes. movies. Yes. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Japanese horror, Korean horror. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. It, I was so high on Skin of Marine, and I yeah. was the only one out of us when we watched oh, it, that's Charlie and Howell. I gave it a second chance, but I was wrong. I know, you're movie, fighting it tooth and nail. I mean, I think, it was three against I think one. Horror, I think horror trailers I have to be the best trailers because of the fact that they're already on the outs but even to start with. There's an art to trailers. There really but is. That's but exactly it, is the, the fact sucks. that, like, they're already on the outs, and people are already judging from the get-go that they already have to pull extra because of the fact that they're not going to be accepted by the majority. So they ha- really have to, like, show and, or not show. It's like this perfect... Yeah, no, what do they like, call that when oh, they have the like screening? The yeah. They're like, here's everything. everything. Oh, yeah, that, that ruined <laughs> it. Yeah. Great oh, point. Exactly. Again, yeah. they showed us the yeah. entire film. Yeah. No, you like it. Look here. This is what happened. Look at it at the end. I can I can tell you the entire movie by watching the trailer of Megan. I'll give you a great example of that. So Megan, like, unfortunately, I love even you, smile. But the trailer and smile showed yeah, us the whole film awesome. almost. Yeah, there was, yeah. But uh, here's the comparison. So uh, there was a movie, uh, Skinner Ring, ruined. The trailer ruined everything, right? <laughs> No, the trailer was better than the film. Go back on YouTube right now. Go back on YouTube and go watch the trailer for fucking um, How Tension. Mm. They don't give anything away. Yeah. So when you watch the movie, there's so many changes where you're like, um, whoa. The Carpenter song, but Sonic plays it. Fortunately, American movies sometimes fucking just blatantly just give everything out. And I hate that. It really bugs me. Um, third film. Uh, it's called uh, Divinity. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Wait, so he, he wrote it. He didn't direct like, yeah, it. Looks like it's. Oh, he didn't. No, the end of the trailer it showed the director who was something oh. Al- Alcatan or. Is that yeah. VHS? Like it looked like filmed in nine, not nine mil, very, but like it looked very raw, black and white an art project. Was it like, all black and white? But you know, like, weird, like silver and like yeah. It looked like eighties yeah. VHS yeah. black and white. Thing. I'll yeah. tell you guys yeah. what it reminded me of. It reminded me of uh, the movie Natalie Portman was in, black and white. Uh, oh yeah, big director, based off a comic, right? Mike Tyson was in that. Oh, what was it called though? You know what movie I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Black yeah, Swan because that was no, no, no. It was based off a comic. Fuck, what am I talking about, dude? Oh You're really talking the movie. I know, I know, no, I know. No, no, no. Oh, oh, Natalie yeah. Portman was on. She shaved her head. Oh, V. V. V for Vendetta. Yeah. yeah v for it, Vendetta. It had that look. Yeah. It was but that wasn't a black and white. No, it wasn't, but there were parts of it that were. Okay, okay. But it, this, it this, the trailer, I, I don't think we saw color. No, I think it was all black and yeah, white. Yeah. So, Divinity is a 2023 American science fiction thriller film directed yeah, by I, Eddie Alcazar in his feature length debut in starring Scott Bakula. Stephen Dorff, oh, Bella Thorne. Mm-hmm. Great cast. Cast is crazy. Arias. Jason, I'm sorry, Grinnell and Kerry um, Tran. The film had to premiere in Sundance Festival on January 21st, 2023. It, it looks really... It, it, it's I, I, again, it looks I don't even raw. know what the fuck it this film raw. is about. It, it looks, looks far good. out. Too. Again, a great trailer where you're like, they gave nothing away. I don't even know what mm-hmm. is happening. It looks no. like sci-fi with like some acid trip. Yeah. I don't even know if this is horror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I mean, science fiction. Can you look this up? I, I, I kind of want to say, was that the same director who did that fucking dope movie on we watched recently? God, it, it's messing me with the lady underground. No. Justin Long. Barbarian? No. Yeah, Barbarian. Yeah, bar- yeah. No. It's his debut. But I, I think that I, I saw. I, it looks like to me what it looked like is an art project. Somebody total passion, art project. Like his passion play, put everything into it. But yet it's from a, write, a writer who's like even oh. even the wordage as yeah. it's coming. He's on. a ga- oh, he's a, a he's like, more a game developer. Soderbergh. He's oh, Eddie Alcazar is an oh, American oh. director, writer, producer, wow. and game de- developer. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. What was he a part of? That Death makes or sense. Resident Evil? That makes sense. Um, let's Interesting. see. It looked like a cutscene from a game. Okay, okay. So really, guys, we're coming with like two maybe horror films. Because we mark. only review horror. Uh, the Witch one, holy yeah, shit. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. 100%. Night Siren. 100%. Yep. Can't wait to yep. watch that. And, and I feel like just the way the trailer was, like, we're not going to be disappointed. No, 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 like, no, no. Yeah, queasy Warren. props. I feel like there's Warren. way more Warren. that we're going to be blown away yeah. by. And I also want to say, fuck, man, I got to, now that I played it, I hope my algorithm gets the dark shit that you always send me. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. always like, where the fuck do you find this? Oh, man. They, they do. That's why, that's why he's queasy. Hey, uh, the hey. algorithm determines uh, everything. I do have a crazy one, but then again, I also look up, like, Film festival. This one was from a film festival in like Montana or something. Nice. Like some out of the, Jackson. you know. Well, <laughs> guess what, guys? You heard it first here. Good guys, music and sound, man. They've been familiar faces in Hawaii's music retail scene for over 40 years. They've brought their enormous expertise and experience to the fast-growing market for new and pre-owned music equipment. Browse, shop, hang out. Hey, good guys, man. 
They got Brian, they got Bob, they got Hiko, and they got Chris, and they're chilling. Hey, um, you know, I got this old guitar laying around. What should I do with it? Good guys will give you money for it, man. They'll buy it, or they're going to give you a trade-in value for your musical instruments. Anything, bring it in. If you want to do anything music-wise, anything music-related, anything on your computer, anything killer, making, creating, good guys, music, and sound, 619 Kapahulu Ave, Honolulu, Hawaii. Their phone number is 808 732 4663. You can hit them up at Gmail. That's goodguysmusichawaii at Gmail. Store hours Monday through Saturday, man. Sundays is closed. That's 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's right in Waikiki, right in Kapahulu, right there. Deep into the Honolulu night, you may find the jungle. All night dancing till 4 a.m. Your eyes will be dazzled by Honolulu's only real laser light show. Your ears will experience mind-blowing true-to-life surround sound. And your feet will dance to Hawaii's most positive eclectic dance vibes. House, funk, tribal, raga, and beyond. Your heart's beating faster. Don't stop. Don't be afraid. You're in the jungle. No cover before 11, seven nights a week. $2 drinks till 11, seven nights a week. All night dancing till 4 a.m., seven nights a week. And no cover all night, Sunday through Wednesday. Validated parking in the Bank of Hawaii building off Lures on Laula Street. 21 and over, 311 Lure Street, deep into the heart of Waikiki. Jungle. Uh, love that we're all back. We're all here. Uh, session 43. Confirmation. Is that correct? Woo! You know I, I got so, that yeah. right. <laughs> you know I got that right. Oh, God. Daddy's right. on point. All right. Um, session 43. And guess what, guys? Drum roll. Continuing. It's our, it, it's our yearly thing. We like to continue themes. Walking Dead. Season, season two. two. Which, by the way is one great fucking season of the best seasons. I mean, we're all so the great the great thing about this is I think we've talked about it before is like we're such huge walking dead fans and the greatest thing is queasy. I'm sure we talked about this is we never would have heard of this if it wasn't for him because he was a big no, comic book well, well, fan also, before it even became well, a show and then he leaked it to us that oh Darabot they're doing this and it's well, going to be happen and then when it all really started you were in yeah you were locked in wait so you that, never got to watch it with that, us before the show ever came out this was like 2005 Queasy was the well, leaker he, I was best at, leak I was ever at, I was at the apartment and he just There's comes no behind me and he just drops this fucking stack. And he's all, check this out. And I was all, what is this? He's all, some next shit. And it was The Walking Dead. And Wasn't it all white? All, the no, covers no, of the... It is black and white. Yeah, the, no, 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 but the really white, like the, the cover no, of the, the comics. Yeah, the first, the first and one. And then the yeah, yeah, inset yeah. is color. Yeah. But it's really no, no, white, no, the border. No, no, no. The border of it. wrong. Yeah, uh, most the, of it is all black and white. Right. The covers they would do... They would mix black and white in color, but most of the, yeah, it was all black. And then when they show blood, it's sometimes red, you know? Sometimes. And no, I'm saying the cover around. of the comment, not Absolutely, the inside yeah, of it. Yeah, you're right. The there. cover, I just yeah. remember big white borders with a color image, and then as you go into the comic, it's all black and white. Yeah, Yeah. so when, when he dropped that on me, uh, what he had so far, because this was way back in the day, 
all I ever read to was pretty much what everybody who knows to be uh, the TV show. Yeah. Everything I read that you had was after the governor, you know? And oh, yeah. That's not spoiling anything. But the season two that we're doing, who Charlie and I recently rewatched. Nice. And some of it together. And we would call and talk about shit. And I wrote an outline of little talking points for each episode. But, well, let's start. The other night, how and I, I was telling him, I was like, I don't know, man. I, I think season two is where they went 16 episodes. I was wrong. Season one, the pilot season was only eight. Season two was only 13. Season three is where they, they benchmarked the standard of what a lot of other shows do now. Correct. Where they do 16 full episodes. And they season. half it. And they go eight and eight. And yeah, they but they did it in season two where they halved it. Yeah, so season I, two was the I first half. I thought they did half it. The difference was the finale of of no mid season finale seven, and then they had six more. And they had six so, more. Yes. This and how and I have talked about it uh, last night actually while we were cruising. Happy birthday, mom! Yeah. Um, yeah. And Appa, our dog yeah. just turned eleven. Paul came over, and we were drinking beers, having some shots, and I was like, you know what? Let me show you some snippets from season two. We started talking about what we loved about season two, and this is what I kind of want to get into. Little things, you know? Well, let's start with uh, it aired October 16th, 2011, was when season two aired, and it went to March. Oh, God, I forget the date. March 2012. Mm. So that's the span of what Bubs is talking about. Is this was the first, Crazy. unlike season one, where they split it? No, and they season had, one was just eight straight. No, no, I'm saying this was the first in Walking Dead where they had a mid-season finale. Yeah, and then they continued months later in the following year. Yeah, February. And then they finished it off, and they continued that trend from this point forward till eleven seasons, uh, which. So that's I, almost I, 11 years ago. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. crazy to think, dude. Yeah. But I, I, dog just turned 11, and it represents right. his whole life. Right, but I, I want to say it, it. I don't want to put a pin on it to say that this is fact, but I almost want to say that they kind of benchmarked the mid-season finale, oh, where a lot of shows didn't do. They would just have a finale absolutely. where they were like, no, no, no. In middle of uh, this, we're gonna we're gonna bookmark it, we're and we're gonna be like, break. it's gonna seem like a finale, mm-hmm. but it's not. And then we're gonna do another finale, so, which I think is pretty groundbreaking. I want to say it is, but we have to do more research. I, I did. Pretty it sure is it is. I'm pretty so sure I it is. Do research that. on that. I did do research. Breaking Bad didn't do that shit. No, I know the Sopranos did. or the Wire Walking didn't Dead do that shit. Mark this, and I did question. I went on Google and I asked this question. So what I found out was the reason like why doubling they, down, the reason basically. why they did that is because Greg Nicotero they wanted to keep filming and editing to release. Yeah, and they didn't want to let down the fans. So, yep. and we watched a lot of Talking Dead, how right? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is the after every episode, live. Chris Hardwick yep. talks about every episode. We watched every season that, live. Thing that we yep. know is that like during halfway of the of any season, they have Talking Dead. They're guests that they want, but they can't get. Why? Because they're still filming that Correct. season. Correct. And how and I would look at each other and be like, wait, what? 
that's a quick turnaround. So not only did they are they responsible for quick turnarounds, they were one of the original to use CGI blood, which you and I really didn't like, but it ended up not. We got used to it, and it didn't really matter. Well, and it, they did so good by well, it. Well, can that lead lead me into um, this second season is where they won an Emmy for special effects and makeup art? You know why? Greg Nicotero yeah. not only directed they some, won, yeah. but he fucking They won an Emmy out. for it. It they won for so best good. show of the year on the Saturn Awards. Guess. It for was the second well. season. We're gonna talk about the Well Walker. Mm. Yeah, fucking shit was the goriest shit I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. Ever. And um, God, Nasty. from what my research looked, because obviously the Emmys are bigger, but the what Saturn else was Awards. That year. No, no, the, the Breaking uh, Bad, uh, Breaking Bad was out that year. Um, God, let me. I think they. Let me look. The one thing I remember is they were up for a bunch of awards. Came out. Uh, Yeah, well, and shows we all enjoy were were rolling around that time. I mean, yeah, Ronald's was done. Breaking Bad would have been 2011. It was done. No, I think as far as I remember, I'm not sure. Go look it up. Uh, When The Walking Dead started, I know I'm pretty sure Breaking Bad didn't start yet. I think it was season two where the first. So American Horror Story was going on Mm -hmm. during that time. Mm -hmm. Uh. Grime was going on. Uh, Once upon a time. To know 2011. Breaking Bad. Oh wait, Grim. Yeah, Grim. That was good. That was, I, I actually would. Yeah, I would. That was going on that. during that era. It was pretty good, dude. It was pretty good. Fox. So I mean, they're you know, they turned out some good shit. It was Camelot. I mean, you know, here or there. I'm trying to. Wait, when was Breaking Bad's first season? Oh, you can find that. Well, I mean, season two is 2011. It's 2010. No, no, no. Walking Dead is season two. Oh, Breaking Bad? When was Breaking Bad? When did that come out? Because I always remember Walking Dead was before Breaking Bad. Uh, Homeland also was out during that time as well. Great show. Oh, yeah. With, um, Love Breaking Bad. Black Mirrors was out during that time. The Hours, Suits. Oh, I don't care about that. When? Well, I'm saying these shows were all out during... Um, Breaking Bad season one. I'm Ooh, Spartacus. Sure. That was a great... I'm pretty oh, sure. the blood and... Yes, that, that was, was a one. fucking great show. Blood and dude. something. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, great show. I mean, I hate... The blood and sand or whatever. I hate harping on this, but I'm pretty sure Breaking Bad came out a year after Walking Dead. No, um, uh, no, no, no. It AMC no, it, it, to the status that no, I, became. I read it up. 2008? During uh, season two of Walking Dead, Breaking Bad was already in full swing. Oh, so Breaking Bad was before. Two thousand yeah, and to two thousand thirteen. Oh, wow. yeah, two thousand eight. It was oh, okay. before Walking Dead. Holy right? yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, so what's crazy is you read uh, number reviews. Season two had one of the nine million nine million views for the mid-season finale, the Sophia right, which we'll uh, barnyard into. episode, which we'll get into. Was the not only was it the highest rated viewing point of the show, only season two, by the way, but at the time, um, and it said it held that record for a couple years later for all of AMC's shows. This includes Breaking Bad and uh, no, 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 Preacher was didn't even exist yet, but but just Breaking Bad alone, like give you that that many views. Can it, I give you a crazy stat? So and that's said, a mid-season finale, not even the finale. So you said nine million, nine plus million, right? Yeah. So, this was an era where the internet wasn't so even, you know. Recently, the NCAA Women's National Championship game happened. Yeah. Huh. And it was the highest viewed women's basketball game of all time. Incredible. 9.9 9 million. 
So put that in perspective. Back well, also put it in perspective of a day where you don't have to watch TV. You can just watch it on your phone or streaming oh, yeah. stuff. Also, so yeah. these are just in TV views. Surpassed what they're counting. Sporting event that happened in 2023. Yeah, so. So that's, kudos. That's yeah, kudos to season two, Walking Dead. So we established where it's at. The whole Frank Darabont, everyone's in because. Well, no, the, Frank Darabont was gone after season one. Right. Okay. Yes. No. 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 You're right, and these are important because yeah. he's not only the showrunner, right, Queasy? Yeah, he pushed hard for that. All the producers and Greg Nicotero ended up taking over the Angela. You guys realize he why he was out? He asked for oh, well, three mil. Kind of just wanted to do. Well, no, he asked for three mil. They wouldn't give it to him, and it just there was an impasse. You know what I mean? There was a uh, a problem. I also don't blame him. It's called negotiations. Do you feel like directing? He's all, I'm down. <laughs> no, Queasy, you know they right there. And if Frank, I think Frank was good at with least that. Greg yeah, I think was like, I'm going to finish his yeah. vision. Because if Greg Nectaro was not on board for the rest but of Kuzi, the But Queasy, Darabont's the. Bad, Com- the writer. No, Com- Frank Darabont was the director. Oh, Kirk writer, Kirkman. That's right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Kirkman. Uh, Darabont was the um, the one. I always call him. He's the, guy that, he's the guy that directed and produced all the Stephen King mm-hmm. ones that weren't horror. Like right. he did Green Mile and Shawshank. Yeah, Shawshank. And, yeah, he yeah. Did, Dude, two he's such of, a good guy. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Green Although Mile and Shawshank do, are so amazing. Yeah, yep. As a Wait, directing standpoint. The one with Thomas Jane. Amazing. That was horror. No, but Queasy, what was the show that Darabont was related to when you were just oh, like, The Wire, right. or was it The Shield? Yeah, what was that? The Shield? We talking about. Oh, it was The Shield. Uh, yeah. Shield. I think so. I think Darabont was The Shield. Yeah, I remember we were just talking Cause about Because I remember, wait, uh, Queasy, uh, I remember when you had the comment. Recently. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? I think it's The Shield. Yeah. And I remember when oh, you came to us, and you're like, yeah. dude, guess what Darabont's doing? And you're like, you know all the comics I've been reading? You're like. It's gonna be a fucking zombie. Yeah, yeah he doesn't. He's do all. It's gonna change shit. shit. We're like, what? So he doesn't. He was the driving force of starting the first season of The Walking Dead. Yeah, like he huge. loved it. No, 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 that huge. That's the yeah. game changer. Kirkman, I didn't really. I was like, I love his comics. Robert Kirk wasn't really the. It yeah. was Darabont that I was like, dude, and Darabont's gonna be. He doing believed it. in it, and I love, yeah. I love. No, it. but what he was attached this to. This is yeah, also the yeah. early days of of comic to screen and yeah. TV. Yeah, where. Robert Kirkman, shots out, the creator of the, not only this, but Preacher and a lot of other great comics. And he did the um, the animated shit on Amazon, the super gory. So Kirkman's the writer of the comics. Superhero Kirkman, cartoon. Yes, yep. Robert Kirkman wrote Walking Dead comics. Invincible or something. Yeah, Invisible. Invisible. That's it. Yeah, Invisible. That, it's a really nuts. Dude, it's so gory and violent. It's amazing. Yeah. Story's really good, yeah. And they're going to come out with a new Shots out yeah. Stephen Young. Right hey, guess what? That might be a fucking live action TV but, series. No, Queasy is right. Because do you remember how when when we, we got a call from you? No, Queasy, because he kept having these comics you would read. Well, we were watching dude, horror movies. Girl, dude. I, I, would, I would buy Punisher, but I'd also see things and be like, yeah. fucking dead. No, but you were reading it for a while. I, I always saw it, and you never said anything. Well, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I, when he bought it, oh, yeah. every time. At least for me, I just was me. like, whatever. <laughs> no, and I was like, <laughs> whatever. They, they I would show you guys like, the gore and shit. Yo, check know? this out. Oh, check this like, art out. Zombie comics? So one night, he, he bought the anthology of so far what was written. That thing was huge. And so it was thick. 
So he threw it on the table at the Vista. And the whole night, I was just like, what? It, all I remember from that is it ended season three and a half, season four of the, the TV show. The thing that I was so geeked on, I'm like, this is disgusting. It was like, I had the same feeling like where, where I showed everyone that came over, I'd be like, check this out. And I would show the fire extinguisher scene. It, oh. I would show the governor part of the comic book. I'd be like, but you guys got to see this. This is disgusting. Or the Negan part, yeah. Yeah, that too, yeah. Oh, I just remember you broke ground because you're like, dude, if this gets hooked up with the right yeah, people, gonna, this yeah. is going to be huge. Yep. You called it. So let's hey, let's go into season two. All right, season Fubs. Two. So I Begin. did, uh, Charlie and I, you know, me is queasy. And, hold on, Bubs. I agree with you. Producers. This so. Might be one of the more important oh, seasons in all of The Walking two Dead. Yeah. Two and three are well, my favorites. For four, hands yeah, down. Even five, but two and three. Two and three are my favorites. Who is the foundation of Who is the foundation of this whole show? Then get us there. All right, let's go. So, okay, what, what did we end with? We ended at the CV, CDC, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, pilot season. That's where we ended only with. Only eight episodes, right? And so how does two start? Two starts, first episode is called What Lies Ahead. And from what we remembered, there was no recap. It just starts with them navigating a They're on an interstate, highway. right? It's a interstate oh, highway. Highway, inter yeah. yeah. Highway, interstate. The RV and a couple cars, Daryl's on his bike. And the first thing that I, I jotted down, and it happens in the instant, is Dale's got his, his rifle with the scope. And then he sees one walker. And he's about to shoot him. Or Rick, actually, Rick does. And then right before he pulls the trigger, another walker comes out. And then five more. And then it's just a Oh, the herd. wait, is that so the it's, first it's fucking the first Yeah, that's herd. right. So Rick was like, get down. And they everybody where oh, they is were. Was that where everyone goes Dale behind cars, under cars? Under cars, Dale was on the yeah. RV. He this is laid where down. Sophia gets lost. And then Carl... And Lori go under the car. Rick is across from them, and Sophia's on the other side. And they just let it pass. Talk right? about tense it's fucking so tense. television, dude. So, there's a lot, by the way, everybody. We're gonna gloss, we're gonna pass through a lot of shit in each episode because it'll because you can watch time. it yourself. Yeah, but. but I jotted down very important parts. And while I do this, I want to know Queasy because I know you remember how it relates to the comic. Yeah, like how we did to the first. Yeah. There was a really cool thing I found from Kirkman where he said, um, he said, okay, there are things that happen in the comic book that you absolutely have to put in the show. Otherwise, you're not doing comic just the comic justice. Love it. But maybe we can move it up. Maybe we move it back. We add different things, Daryl, and we yep. take different <laughs> things out. We, we just do little adjustments here and there to make it more compelling for the audience because it's different that... That comic book read is different than watching it. So, so one of the different. biggest deviations from season two yeah. as compared to the comic book is the presence of Shane. Mm. Okay, wait, wait. I want you to save this. Because Oof, I, I like that you just that. have a huge talking point in this. Wait, 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 wait. We're still on the freeway. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still on the freeway. Don't, don't, don't deviate from the freeway. <laughs> in the TV show, I have a lot of notes about Shane in particular yeah. where... I think we all do. I want you to chime in. Oh, yeah. He's, save yeah. that. Save that. Yeah. Okay, so we're at so the freeway. We're at the freeway. The herd comes through. Everybody's scared. Fine. Everybody's scared, but fine. Watching this shit but, live was so intense. But, yeah. Sophia 
true. Makes she can't help but make God little. Damn noises. it, Sophia! <laughs> she makes little noises, but then it just so happens one of the walkers hears it, goes down, sees her, and she is right next to the railing that goes into the forest. Mm. So she rolls out of, off, out of yeah. under the car and runs. Immediately, fucking uh, Lori has to hold Carol's mouth, her mom. Because right. Carol wants to run and go. And Rick looks at Lori, and he just goes mm-hmm. after her. And he's with her, right? Yep. And then it turns into this whole, Rick was like, stay here under that little that, nook. That little, and yes, Rick kills by the river, the mud river. His biggest mistake was separating. Yes. Right. And it's also where we Rick, know now. It's also where Rick realized, I think, the buddy system is the most important thing. 100%. Shouts out, out to Zombieland, the movie, because that was one of the rules. Yeah. Buddy yeah. system, right? But I, I, I think at that moment, he was just trying to divert the walkers that were yes. already Absolutely. existingly there away from Her. Sophia, which is why he was like, hide here, and I'm going to fucking, like, Get them away from you, and just and just and just stay there and don't move. And if you do move, he was like, go towards the sun. He kept saying he was like, go towards the sun, but like she's a little kid. Like honestly, like she doesn't she doesn't understand that statement. So that happens right in the episode, and everybody starts freaking out. Okay. (laughs) So that happens. That happens. Rick goes back to the highway, and Carol's freaking out, and Rick has to get everybody in order. And immediately, Daryl, Shane, Rick, they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Rick Is that the first plan. time we saw a herd? Yes, absolutely. Because that was a herd. Fuck yeah, dude. That was like, what, thou- a thousand? Oh, no, 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 no. It, no. Was, hundreds, hundreds. it was like 50. Yeah, that was, a, that was a nice one. It was a that, large uh, amount, highway, but not It was an aggressive, scary That's amount. a lot. in a highway with a lot of obstacles and cars. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, boy. It's <laughs> very hard to navigate. It felt like a so, thousand. So, the last, the la- so during the episode, <laughs> a lot of it is they lost Sophia. They're trying to find out how they do it. So, Rick creates a search party, and they start doing that. And the search party is Shane, Rick, and Carl, right? Yeah. And the first episode ends with they see a deer. And Rick and Shane are talking, reminiscing about old girlfriends. And Carl is like, Dad, look. And both Shane and Rick look at that, and they smile, and they're all, go. And if anybody knows anything about wild animals... The deer should have just ran. He'll get spooked. But Carl got so close, and right before he touches it, you just hear a gunshot, and you see Carl fly back. Yeah. And then the it, this episode ends with the look of Shane and Rick's face, and it goes black. Oh my God! Can we? Can I? We weren't already in on the show. Yeah. That'll fucking pull. Wait, you can I? Out. Can I say this? There's a as so a father. There's a there's a metaphor that what they did in there, which I thought was beautiful, is because at that point from season one, Shane feels like a father figure to Carl. Uh, yeah, to Carl, no, and Rick is his actual that father. No, and so at that moment, yeah. they both kind of there was a. A sigh of relief in their breath. They're like, like we can let, make it let, work. No, let the boy take yeah, his yeah. first shot. Yeah. 
to kill a deer. Yeah, like, it's, it's a rite of passage, what a father does to a son. No, and it was so beautiful because they both let the air out of him as fathers, but didn't realize, like, wait, no, that's my son. No, there was no argument. He's like, not a father. No, no, no. You're right on Shane felt the yeah. same way in yeah, that scene. For a long time, he was. They panned to yeah. Shane's face, and he's oh, like. You're right, you're right, yes. He's all, grip the. You know, they both were like, they, they were directing him, like, do it. But wait, I mean, he, I he, did, he did try to turn it off in moments, and yeah. when he did, but it, it was, was like. beautiful scene. It was really off-putting when he yeah. would try to be mean to Carl. He yeah. would, like, shut him off. It was like. Carl still looked to Shane well, he was fathering the same him. way as he looks to Rick is like a father figure. Because right? such a complex. Because yeah, Carl thought his fun. dad died, yeah. and right. that was totally. his new dad. Totally. You totally. know exactly. what I mean? He accepted sure. yeah, it. Right. Whole dynamic. Sure. Exactly. So going off so of what, what oh, all, actually all of you are saying, the last thing that I jotted down as a note was the moment he got shot right before. Complete was the silence. Last time you ever saw Rick and Shane. Love each other. Yeah, they smiled at each other. On anything. Yeah. Mm. And the moment Carl got they shot, fathered together. <laughs> I like to call this, and I'm. This is gonna hit. The more we go, it's the slow descent of Shane into madness. Yeah. Right. And totally. that's the way the first episode ends. And I'm gonna go right into the second. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. Do you have any? Does this relate to the comics? So, Carl. Uh, Shane, Shane is not in that scene because he's dead already. Let's see. That's comic two, I guess. Volume two, when they're when they're already like, it starts with him them at the grave, you know, and then Laurie spits on the grave right before they leave, you know. So episode two starts. It's called bloodletting. And right? Otis like, I'm so sorry. By the way, can I just say the title of that episode is bloodletting. So it, it's a reference mm -hmm. to Dracula. So do you see the like now the the, the way they're even titling yeah. is on the next level. Also in Cannibal Corpse, fucking metal bands. Oh yeah. Like it's it's bloodletting is a yeah. It's a throwback. I love it. So the first thing I have on here, and I love the way this second episode starts, it's Rick with the sheriff's outfit, bloody Carl full of blood, running through a field going, Where is it? And Shane's got fat Otis going. Where the fuck is this farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's all, yeah. just go. It's, it's save our yeah. son. So ask for Herschel, Maggie, Herschel. And, and so then you see the farm. Running. They start oh, getting to I the farm. I love this yeah. part. The camera work. Sh fucking Rick is holding Carl, lifeless body, full of blood, and he's just booking it, dude. It's such a great shot because it asks actors to do very strenuous shit. Well, and as yeah. viewers, do you remember? We're like, no. Fucking, you, we're gonna kill the boy. Right. Yeah, no, no. I remember so, being like, Queasy, does he die? Like, so, and you're like, I. All you young Gen Zs, you have streaming services. And 12 years ago, guess what we did? We waited every year week. for year. No, yeah. we waited week to week yeah. to what happened. We could. Well, uh, yeah, and then the next season. Yeah. So, I wrote down the farm, and it's right when you see Herschel and Maggie. Right. Yeah. The second thing is immediately. Herschel's like, I need this. The bullet fragmented. It hit the deer, and the deer saved his life. You know, because if the bullet hit Carl, he would have been he would have exploded. So immediately, Herschel's like, I need this. I need this. I need this. And Otis, who shot him, was a a volunteer fucking EMT, and he's all, you need a ventilator. 
you need a uh, this and that press or a breather. Mm -hmm. And he's all, I know where it is. It's at the CDC. Uh, the CDC set up a, a center at the, the high school. And so immediately Shane does the run with Otis, right? And by the way, Queasy, that's legit for the comics. No, no, they, they, they had all the med stuff they needed. So, yeah, nobody went out at that point. It was just all right there, you know. Nobody had to go on a run for for. And that's oh, when they're running up. That's Herschel. By the way, Patricia is Herschel's sister, or is that his, one of his oldest daughters? Patricia is Otis's Otis wife. Yeah, and Patricia mm. is Herschel's sister or oldest daughter. That's the one thing I always forget. No, no. Patricia was just, like, they both worked it's on the farm. No, yeah. I, I think I don't Patricia think, was I don't related. Think, I don't think they were related. I think they both just, like, worked on the farm. And in the comics, Patricia was Otis's girlfriend. And they were married, and, like, they just helped helped the farm. When they like. when they first got there, I do remember... Um, Herschel telling Laurie that he was a veterinarian mm -hmm. before. Oh, she lost her shit. Yeah. She's like, oh, how many surgeries like this have you done? He's all, none. Exactly. Yeah. He's and not into. He's yeah, yeah. none. And so that was the that was the end. Shane's supply run. It ends. Bloodletting ends yeah. on that. Then episode three goes right into, it's called Save the Last One. It starts with, with Shane in the bathroom shaving his head in a misty mirror. He's got a patch of on on his head ripped out. Later, it comes out to, that you find out that Otis ripped, ripped that part of his hair, hair out, out of his and head. That's why he shaves yeah. his head. But the look on Shane's face when he's shaving his head—he's breathing out of his mouth. And he's yeah. like, and well, he it, right it was filmed well head. too. It's the cold open. Oh God, that cold open. Shane's demise. Yeah. And then the other thing I—this is very special to me. And Charlie and I have talked about this many a night. And I bring this up because you did not like this person. But how and I love when when the group gets to the farm and Glenn meets Maggie on the porch. Yeah. I remember when how and I watched this, we were like, oh, Maggie, she's beautiful. And I remember her from reading the comics that Queasy had. Can can I say oh, something? Maggie and Glenn. Sure. Can I say something? Right this, this is um, historic, I think. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. not not only is when Glenn well, met well, Maggie. Wait, we no, can't no, no. say a lot of shit because. No, hold on. It's historic. You know. No, Ooh, when done. Glenn met Maggie. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. Don't loosely say that. That's historical because yeah. in film history, you never see an Asian oh, male. Right. Right. Get with a white woman, <laughs> have this white elaborate southern, love affair, yeah. a sexual, yeah. beautiful love affair oh. that is actually prominent to the film. Like yeah. this is historical. Which is for a history. long, it's which is for a long time. Like Herschel never calls him yeah. by his name; he always says the Asian yeah. boy. He yeah. never, oh. he oh. never so up, right. in, not up until anything, like though. a You're few so right. episodes, like the Asian with the, boy. With the, up until the watch, when he gives him the watch, yeah. right? Which later. Yes, right. which is later. But, like, he's always talking about the Asian boy, but he, yeah, and yeah. she keeps correcting him. Yeah. His name is Glenn. Mm -hmm. His it's name so funny. is Glenn. I, I wouldn't be surprised you know? if he's like, the Oriental boy. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's wrong. Oh, but God. now, Charlie. I'm saying that, that, that era that he's Charlie, from, you're so right in this. Surprised me. It represented a dynamic at the time, even 12 years ago, where 
What's what I'm saying is prominent Southern family. It's historical, especially actually. Herschel's you have character. Point it out, but all four of all, all of us, it was like to 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 me, it was like it was nothing. nothing. It was yeah, Jim exactly. And Pam. Yeah. That's what it was to yeah. me. Why? Oh my that's God. what we grew up in yeah. in Hawaii. Sure. You're absolutely fucking right. Exactly. We all grew up. We grew up in a hodgepodge society of of Hawaii, where it none of that shit oh, meant. Come anything. on. I love no. those relationships in in office room it's romance. It's normal in and, our and world. And them playing a lot of fucking stupid games with each other, like yeah, in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking hated the shit that Maggie would do wait, to wait, him. Hold on, hold on. That's all in here. Yeah, hold yeah. on. So yeah. the last part of um, um, Save the Last One, Otis's story, Maggie meets Glenn. Episode four is called Cherokee Rose. And I used to always not like this episode, and I would skip over it. But when I rewatched it again, there was a couple of really dope things that happened in here. It's, it's where Daryl, for everybody who doesn't know this, Daryl's never in the comic. We, the reason why Robert Kirkman created Daryl, and I remember telling you this years ago, Kweezy, he said one of the dopest things ever, and a lot of people do this in franchises where they're doing shit now, and he said, the best part about writing a comic and then having a show is that I get to put things in that I wish I did. Yeah. You know, and... Oh, oh, that's I, what, uh, what's his like, name? Fuck, R. Martin so did awesome, for uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, no, no. He was totally. able to change things but as it went along. Robert Kirkman was the trendsetter for this, okay? And Cherokee Rose, the whole episode was about the group all gets to the farm, right? And they're trying to nap. Rick is in the middle trying to navigate Herschel not liking people are here. Shane kind of He's slowly losing his mind. The guy who was yeah. infected there, when, and they lock him in the, um... Oh, that's way at the end of the Brando. season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, but, that's but, a big part of it, dude. Yeah, I think that's, well, I'm, I'll point out a difference. I, I think that's ongoing early, yeah, like, you find out Sean? In the comics. Yeah. Oh, Randall, his name's oh, Randall. His name's yeah. Randall. In the comic, it was Sean, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is a weird, uh, I yeah. guess, because Shane and right. Sean, you know what I mean? Mm. That's Randall. a smart, smart move. And the only it. reason why a lot of the fanboys didn't have a problem with any of the changes is because everybody knew Robert Kirkman had the hugest hand yeah. in being like, nope, we're not going to do that. For sure. Yeah. Like, uh, all, Angela Kang totally. and all the showrunners were like, is this okay? It's yeah. the same way I feel Favreau, about Favreau, Filoni looked and Favreau with yeah. Star Wars and George Ahsoka Lucas. Tom. Like, well, they wrote it. It's, is it okay? They should right. be the ones doing the so going, live action. Going back to Cherokee Rose. What I love about this is um, Carol is going deeper into, like, she thinks she lost her daughters. Come on. She's losing faith in Rick, but Daryl starts to find a kinship to her, right? And then he starts to go on missions on his own. Yeah, but she's a weak link. No, no, no. Up until this point, she's just a a battered woman, an abused woman. But the horrible Daryl. The horrible Daryl. The horrible Daryl. She doesn't. Who has the worst Not brother yet. ever, Merle? Right? Daryl tries to, he's sleeping in the trailer at night one time and Carol's crying. He gets up and he's like, Nobody's doing, this doesn't do no good for anybody. So he goes and searches for Sophia. All he always is searching for Sophia because it's the first time you see Daryl drop That's his an guard. interesting dichotomy. He drops his this guard. That's what Daryl you know? does. And he wants, yeah. to, he wants to find this little girl for Carol, you know? 
being someone the weak one. Right. But you have to explain the beauty about the Cherokee Rose because for me yeah. that like was so it like was symbolic. Beautiful. He picks this rose. It's a oh. southern which, flower. Which yeah. is like a southern and he puts it in this beer bottle and he like brings it into the trailer and he sets it for and her. He tells the story. And then he explains the story about the Cherokee mm-hmm. Rose, about how like the Civil War, about right? About the Civil Very War nice. and about how they died of all this famine and all this stuff, but like the mothers that were grieving, they cried so much, hope, and it re- right? represented yeah. this rose became of it, and it it represented hope. And then he just like left it for her, and he just like walked out, and it was like, it was so beautiful, so symbolic. It was so amazing, like the Cherokee rose, just like. Everything that she had been through with yeah. what was going on, it was just like a, a really beautiful Her sentiment to where at that point, yeah. I feel like no matter how like um, Daryl like is such a like dick at times, like she doesn't even see past that. At that moment, she realized like he she has cares. he has a heart. He has a heart of gold. Yep. He really does. He's also grasping he to try and find an identity in the group. Right. Because he's looked at as like a fucking redneck well, outcast hobo. Actually, where he, well, he's living, he's living, he's living, he's living from, angry he's like living from the repercussions brother, you know of I mean? his brother yeah. and like, and like, sh- and like struggling through the grasp yeah, He's of trying like to. That. Be a part. He he's taking on the burden of his right. his country. Totally. Right. But yeah, I'm glad and you brought this up. He does it, Charlie. Char, you're right. He does it with this whole thing with Sophia. Mm-hmm. This is where Queasy, yep. this character that did never exist yep. in the comics, starts becoming a huge. Well, that's great part writing. That's great writing. Which is Kirk fucking phenomenal. Like, no, but writing. then he also he also talks where where they have this conversation and Carol says to him like. Why are you doing this? Why do you and, care? and he no. and he was like, I got lost in the woods when I was a kid because my dad went off on this tangent yeah. with this. We hear woman, a lot about this, right? Which that comes he out was later. like, I got lost in the woods, but like nobody ever came to look for me. And I was all alone. And I was all alone. He was like, Don't But care. I but I wish that somebody did come to look for me, which is why I so think that's yeah. that's his drive Probably, and I like think the exact words were I wish somebody cared. Exactly. And then he she's wanted somebody. He, he wanted somebody driven. to care for him as yeah. a child, and no one ever did. So he's so gonna, he's gonna be that person. He's gonna be the one who's gonna be like, "Look, nobody cared for me as a child, and I wish that somebody did. But I'm gonna be the one that's gonna care for this child because no one is." And he takes a physical, life-threatening yes. approach and goes, "You know what? Yes. I'm gonna do it." Hold on. When he does, he leaves the mission. He leaves at the middle of the night in the RV. Because Carol's crying. He does this a lot, and by he's the way. Sleeping in in the mi- he's sleeping <laughs> on the ground. He's like, fuck this. And he goes. And then the whole day, he finds the m- he finds every clue. He, he finds goes, all he, kinds of shit. He finds this house, and there's a fresh open sardine can. Right. Right? Right. And then he opens the closet, and there's a blanket. And the only thing that could fit there is a child. Yeah. And so he's like, he's getting clues. And then when he walks out of the house, and he's going back to the highway, he finds the Cherokee Rose. And then he symbolic, it. and then exactly Arr. what Charlie's talking about. He, when he Arr. gets back to RV and and Carol's cleaning up, he puts it in the beer bottle and he tells her this story, and it was such a fucking beautiful moment where it showed you Daryl is 
a softie because his brother was the well, worst person so ever. Now we're you know? seeing right a character, but develop. that's also the and it cuts to this literally from the RV scene. They go to the farm and they're all, "Is there any water here?" And then Maggie's all, "There's four wells. The fourth one is dead, but you have this oh, one, this well, one, this yeah. one." Yeah. And then all I wrote was Walker in the well. Okay. But for me, from my standpoint, Carol was an abusive, abused woman who was in an abusive relationship. Oh, horribly. Okay? So listen, why she was able to see past Daryl's shit is because she was an abused woman. If it, so was, if it was any other person they wouldn't have been able to get passed through that shit with Daryl. They would have fucking turned around and been like, okay, fuck you. But because she was an abused woman who was in an abusive relationship, I feel that that is absolutely why she was able to see past Daryl's stupid fucking bullshit and could really see the real picture there because she really understood him because of where she has been. Oh, and Charlie. there's not many people that could be able to do that, which is why, like, when he would lash out at her, she, like, never took it seriously. It's like, okay, what's wrong with you? Like, let's talk. It's because she has been through it. She's been through it. Well, and there's and a not, not, there's not, not that many people in, in that situation could be able to do that. And it was only because what of Carol's been through that she could see all through Daryl's fucking bullshit and like. Sorry to do this it. to the world. Where are you right now, season wise? <laughs> no, no, no. I, like, I don't want to spoil. I'm like it. close to the end of like season three, going on to. Right. Season okay. Well, wait, wait. I, well I, there I you gotta, go. I gotta bring this uh, up. What you're talking yeah. about, Charlie? Yeah. Daryl and Carol. Daryl and Carol. What, yeah. No. He. Oh my God. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Oh. He. Uh. During that whole time where he brings her the rose, he tell she Carol tells Daryl. You've done more for my daughter yep. than her own father has ever done her right. whole life. And it, in a way, it kind of pissed Daryl off because he's like, I don't want that fucking pressure and that moniker. And then he goes even harder on trying to find her. Right. And then later in the episodes, it becomes prevalent. I, I got to I gotta be tight and watch what moment, I say dude. since you're on episode, uh, season three. <laughs> because what you're even touching yeah. and grasping upon. Right, right. And when you looked at me when I was just like, <laughs> Carol's a battered woman. You're like, what? I was so, like. So, by the way, I, don't even. I do really, not. I relate you to know Carol. Nothing. I relate to oh, Carol. Okay, that's great. You know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know nothing. You know nothing, John Snow. I will spoil it with one word. <laughs> so you know nothing and just accept what I'm saying. Wait, okay. all right, all right, okay. all right. Hey, we got to stay on topic. Yeah, stay uh, on topic. Darren, I, we gloss. <laughs> uh, I was yeah, trying to get past Daryl and Carol. Okay, Daryl and Carol. I was trying to. I was trying to. Oh, my God, like was, every season after this. Yeah. I was okay. trying to go into the, the walker okay. in the well. Well, okay. fucking. Oh. Dude, this. Um, this is like uh, we were talking about with Greg Nicotero, and we know his history, where he comes from, right? Yeah. And he, who his mentor is, yeah. right? Um, this, as far as what we've seen so far, yeah. there's all these iconic, like the one in season one, right? That bicycle, one lady, yeah. the bicycle, right? Yeah. This is an achievement, right, Bubs? To Greg Nicotero, as oh, yeah. far as gra as far as like uh, aesthetic graphics. 
And this was no CGI. You could I mean, there were CGI it. kind of moments yeah, yeah, in the yeah. tear part. But, yeah, dude, yeah. what he fucking did and the bloatedness. You didn't, Bubs, didn't you see this uh, coming? Didn't you see it coming okay. when they started to uh, attach the I rope? Know, but no. I didn't see. Bubs, who had to go down and get him? Uh, Glenn. 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 Glenn was put on a rope. Glenn. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The Put first the thing they tried. Wait, 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 we're missing one part, and I really want to know this. If this was in the comics, because I don't remember this. Before they put Glenn there, yeah. they grabbed. You know how um, the there's the uh, circular triangle ham that looks like spam out of the can, the oh, big yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. They put that on a rope down there, and the walker is just all, and he's like, nope. Yeah, I don't want that. He, he's like, fuck this. And so immediately they're all, that's not working. And they yeah. all, T-Dog, they all look at Glenn. Glenn's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then but they, this, this is all, the but first they, time this has happened. No, they shift, like, Glenn's like, I don't want to do this. And then they go to Maggie. And Maggie's all, why, they why do you let them do this? Maggie's no, pissed. No. So uh, we'll but get she to also that, is we'll like get to that later. Shit. You Hold always on. do the dirty. Hold on. We'll get to that later. <laughs> so... Uh, Walker in the well. The reason why I want to talk about it is because the plan to pull it up with the horse, it works. <laughs> and after watching the season so many times, I I almost want to say, why isn't somebody there at the bottom pulling his legs up? This would have never happened. He would have never know. split apart. Know. All the weight, the weight ratio. I think something would have a little bit up. Out. See him tear. Yes. He needed to see. Oh, him. by the way, when it did, it was the first time in Again, the history of television. Where he was oh, like, yeah. I, I need to make a stamp yeah. on why I'm a part of this. It's like this. A fucking like, gory. This shit. was an iconic scene Absolutely. on TV. TV yeah. for horror. This is one of the one of the beginning of like how fucking off the cheesy massive was. When, when yeah. it split, you know what made me proud is how liquidy the blood was. The entrails yeah. fell like we thought it would, oh, but how liquidy everywhere. and like yeah. it was just like loose water, not yeah. like thick, because it's so old. Yeah. Like when it just spilled, I was like, oh, god damn it, oh. it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's so great. perfect. It's, it's so, so fucking I can perfect. Smell it. Dude. It's so gross. And didn't they do that? Didn't they all go, oh, oh yeah, God. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the best part about this was Water's right done. before the, yeah. right before they're doing the well thing, the um, Maggie and Glenn were going to go on a run. And then they were like, oh, we'll help yeah. you here. So right after, remember, no, when, <laughs> when Glenn was almost eaten by the walker in the well, yeah. he comes up and they're like, oh, we got to think of something else. And Glenn was all, no, you don't. And he gives them the rope. And Dale's all, what? And He's all, I'm fucking done. Glenn put yep. the rope on the walker. Yep. And then they broke the walker in half. <laughs> and so right and at that scene, oh, yeah. right at that scene, they cut and on horseback. And this is such a romantic Maggie. part of Walking Dead. Yeah, he, he, it's Maggie and Glenn going through the city slowly on the horse, right, the town. Yep. And they get to the pharmacy. And then when they get there, they have sex. Maggie's all, she's all, here, I got my list. Glenn's all, I got mine. So they separate, and Glenn's doing shit. And she's like, Do earlier, you earlier, Lori was like, can you get me this? And you don't right, know what but, she asked okay. for. We'll get into that. And Glenn's like, I don't know what this is. So she writes exactly what it is, yeah. the scientific word. Yeah. 
and then I think it's probably like it. a true blue. Like she doesn't say like right, right. A pregnancy test. She says maybe just like true blue. But wait, Charlie, you're forgetting about the wait. Yeah. The best part about it is when he finds it. He's all he realizes what it is, and then Maggie's all. What is that? And he yeah. puts it in the bag, and then he grabs the closest thing to him, and it's a box of condoms. He stands up, and she's all, you're pretty brave, aren't you? That's no, right. No, no, no. And then no, he's no, all, no. what? He looks at it. He's like, the wall coming a little dicky move. And he's all, uh, right. and He was yeah. never a ladies' man in the comic. That's what was so cool about that relationship. He's a gamer. That, that, yeah. It, it, yeah, he was a dork. That's why it was so He's fucking like. Yeah. It, it was so it was so rad because it's the end of the world. There's nobody left. This dork His character becomes a hero. Beautiful yeah. farm girl, and it's like, dude, what a slick move that the universe mi- did for you. You know what On I mean? Accident. Yes, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Hell yes. It was it was a great like. I, those scenes to me are like the Jim and Pam scenes. Oh my god! And yeah, I always go, I love it so much, man. Crazy. I love it. To go off what you're saying. When Dude. when she sees that, she's all, you're pretty brave. Yeah, but the look in her eyes, he's all, oh, yeah, like, you oh, fuck. he starts yeah. stumbling on his words. <laughs> this is like, and I'm not even lying. Dude, you know she's like, I'm not even lying. It, it'll it'll make anybody not only get aroused, but like touch your heart. Yeah. Where she's all, the next words out of her mouth is like, yeah. I'll have sex with you. And he's all, yeah. what? Like, he he almost faints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even think, like, he went... Uh, <laughs> no, straight from, wow, that's pretty brave of you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's not what I meant. She's I mean, like, I'll have sex on. with you. Yeah, you gotta, it goes yeah. back to, like, yeah. little school no, Wait, like, if you're like, we're, us two are going to go on a horseback mission to a town, you're like, this Beautiful. is the perfect wait, time yeah. to I'm not, I'm not trying to at least try to, try to, like... Yes, her options exactly. are rubbish. I'm not trying to deny. I'm not trying to perfect. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to diss Stephen Young or Glenn. But when you look at Lauren Cohen oh, and Maggie, for, right? Like she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Glenn. It's not dissing him. It's just we I didn't go back know. to what you say. How the racial, the interracial thing, mm. and in that well, time, twelve years ago, yeah. twelve years ago. Uh, not everybody was ready for it. No, but it the way they did it, it, the way they did it. Listen, listen. As a as as a woman, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Yeah. Even Yun is handsome. Yes, I want to hear this. So he is handsome. This whole scenario, like the way she treated Glenn, like I'm gonna tell you, I straight up in the beginning fucking hated. I love it. I love it. Listen, I hated. Oh, we talked about. I hated. Maggie for the way she treated and like she played games with him because for me like Glenn was always like my guy which I think I'm thinking like that's like the majority of people that watch this which is why they loved Glenn up until the very end is like they literally he was like the the beacon of truth he just had like this like the innocence and like he was just so like always about like doing the right thing so like for most girls like for me like when i saw like glenn i fell in love with glenn from the very get-go so like i don't blame yeah glenn was glenn was i knew you would Glenn was my dude, man. I, I, fall, I fell in love with him. I loved Glenn. So the way she fucking played games with him in the beginning, and mind I feel you. I protective, too. But wait, we'll get to those games. Okay. We'll get to those games. Yeah, too much. What I'm saying, I want to go back to I hated Maggie in the beginning. When I first watched it, I was like, this is a Oh, my God. No, but she was straight up for the beginning. When the 
above. Wait, hold she on. She came up to him. And she gave him a kiss. They fucked him with his hat and shit. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So what Charlie's talking about is it's so true. There was not a lot of Maggie before that pharmacy scene. Yeah. But after that, it started getting ramping up, right? Mm-hmm. So after they had intimate relations, they went back to the farm, and there's some shit that happened. And guess what happened after that? Oh, come after on. they they had first intimate fuck, relations. You know they're fucking no, a lot. They the group the decided to make dinner. Oh the group decided to make dinner for Herschel, right? The group, Lori, Carol, yeah, yeah. everybody. That was a great dinner, no. by the way. And by the way, when they made it, nobody was talking. It was the worst dinner ever, right? Yeah. Also, there was the kitty table, and at that kitty table was Glenn, Maggie, Beth, and fucking Billy, right? The other yeah, Jimmy. Kid. Jimmy. Was it Jimmy? Sorry, Jimmy. It's Jimmy. And Jimmy. that is where Ooh, that she was is engaged where to. Maggie right. slipped mm-hmm. Glenn a note under the table, yeah. and the note right. said, "Where's the weirdest place you've ever done Not? it?" And then no. At the quietest dinner ever, Glenn reads it, and he, the biggest smile on his You're face. Like back in high school. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He reads it. He smiles so hard, and he starts writing. When he starts writing, Herschel sees that. Yeah. Pass Glenn passing the note to Maggie, and the Glenn and Herschel Asian gets boy. <laughs> but Maggie doesn't read it. She saves it. Yeah. After she washes the dishes, she she. And it's such a great moment. She's like this. She washes it, and she's smiling the whole time. And she goes away, and she opens it, and she's like, it turns into just fear. And then you realize, have you ever done it in the barn? Because of... And then it cuts to Glenn being in the barn and finding all the walkers, dude. And the only one knowing about it. But Herschel doesn't... That's not... Herschel catches them when he catches them in bed. That's when Herschel. Oh, that's, oh, that's when he finds oh, them. So that was the, not in yeah, the show. That, that part's not in the comic. Oh wow. Uh, the note and stuff. But okay, so before this though, in the comic, I was just thinking, Rick tells Herschel before they go into the barn that that you get it before you die. Oh, he get said the fuck that. out of here. He does tell Herschel. Oh, that kind of null and voids yeah. everything we we're arguing he about earlier. Him, oh. He tells him that you're predisposed to it. Yep. You have it. Yep. Whoa, that's a game-changing fucking nugget knot, dude. This is before we get Whoa. to the Because it's, it's what we've been arguing about Wait, this whole time. fucking yeah. X's out, Charlie. So everything Hal and I were arguing about before <laughs> um, came over. I, I, oh, my as God. As we went through season two, oh, we'll, we'll get through the rest of this, guys. no. No, 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 Queasy, no. you don't understand. Before you came, oh, well, Paul and I got into the biggest argument. We got into the biggest argument about this. You, you yeah. don't know. This oh, okay. argument because was they talked to, Rick talked about it at the huge. end of the season. Like, Paul oh. almost can left. Oh, you're telling it was me so, it happened there? It was yeah. so big. Dude, Queasy, you're That's blowing my mind. They blowing. know before they fucking open those doors to that fucking Oh, my God. Yep. Okay, so it wasn't like that. It was more of like, um, you know, he's just like... Yeah, it's just he's he's I don't I don't even remember like why that's how not important it, it wasn't like a big I don't really know why to tell you the truth he didn't tell everybody else like I don't know why that was a secret but yes there is a point I think it was getting to like kind of getting in there with the guy you know what I mean like you're in oh, yeah. a new place yeah, yeah. I got uh, something, I got something let for me you. let me get in for a seat right I think so I got something for you you know Dude, I got you literally just know, shit it on everything okay. Hall and I were so, arguing about. So here's what's crazy is because I read something um, 
which watching season two again, what what I read and I brought up to Char and Bubs is what's kind of incredible. And if you were as a viewer and fan right now, like you rewatch it, just watch Rick's demeanor through the entire season, because this is kind of crazy psychologically is the fact that like the last thing uh, I read an article that they said the best thing about season two is that Rick was whispered from the doctor at the end of season one. Yeah. And going into season two, he was the only person on earth that knew the truth. Yeah. That everybody when was I see predisposed. The truth, no, no, hold on. When I see the truth, we need to get this in perspective. Right. Right. This is season two. This show goes on for 11 seasons. Yeah. And in 11 seasons, no one explains where the virus came from, how it was created, who it was created from, or nothing. I actually yeah. like that about no, the show. The only thing we know was yeah. from the first season and that doctor. Yeah. And we still know nothing. Even that was But big. guess yeah. what? Even the only big. thing he does say of importance yeah. to be a crux in this story. Yeah, but that changes whisp- everything, what Queasy is just he said. He whispers into Rick's ear and tells him, everyone has the virus. Yeah. All you have to do is die, and you become them. Yep. Everyone's infected. Yeah. That's all he says, right? Yep. And that's literally this whole show. Yeah. Like, as far as history-wise, right? Yep. Um, Rick knows this. Going into season two, I forgot it. Yeah. Because the show just starts sure. on what we were just talking about. Yeah, we had a lot of shit and that happened to until us Until the end, which we will get to, yeah. Rick says it again. Yeah. So to us, I, and I remember to the end, I was like, oh, I forgot he fucking knew this. Yeah. Weird. I think that's really important because as you rewatch it, mm. the the crazy leader Rick is, you don't see that in season two. He becomes very careful, yeah. cautious, yeah. passive, yeah. which is not Grimes. It's not Rick Grimes. He's <laughs> passive. He's controlled. He's scared. Yeah. He's concerned. His son gets shot like... He, yeah. don't, don't, stop fighting. Wait, everyone, I, yeah, you, yeah. you start, and I, and now it makes sense. And I remember, Bob's, we got into arguing. I also don't want to say too much because it's, it's, it's but marked down. But the fact down. that you said. Yeah, that's a game changer. In the changer. comic, that's this was changer, mid dude. before the end part. Crazy, you don't understand. That he revealed that? Yeah. Wait, wait. That's I want to. game changer. Then. Wait, uh, how? Wow. I don't want to interrupt you, but everything you're saying, that ha- that's literally the last finale of this. So we'll get back to that. Okay. But I cannot believe you just dropped but that. But listen, it, it, makes, that it makes absolute sense Before as to the why if he's going to tell anybody, yeah. the only person yeah. that he would he told ever Herschel. tell was Herschel. Do you know why it was Herschel? No, not just that. No, it's because when it comes to who's going to lead he wants the fucking group. pact. Oh, yeah, yeah. The two people that are yeah. leading the pact and there are charging That's of true. everything. Well, Churchill's it's, farm. It's and Rick's yeah. the leader of the but other But they, re- they respect each other. There's this, like, ongoing dynamic, ongoing dynamic the between show. the two where, like, Rick is not trying to disrespect Herschel. Yeah. And Herschel, like, at the same time, he's respects... Like, he's rules. Where yeah. he's, like, trying to, like, slowly massage Herschel... And it's because they're on the same playing field. So the one person that I feel like that he would tell anybody because they understand the burden of everything that they have to fucking, like, deal with is going to be Herschel. 
because Herschel understands, like, I have to carry this burden, but it's not the burden for everybody else to carry. It's the burden for us two to carry. It's almost literally you know? the fight me and Bubs got into about right. this argument. It's the crux of the show. Yeah, but yeah. now... We're both it, it, right. Wait, hold on. Well, right. it's not only that we were both right, but what Queasy just said. I just tried to uh, say that to you. Mullen voided everything we were arguing oh, about, How? What Queasy just said. When Rick told Herschel this news, they left that out of the show. That's huge, dude. Yeah, they they it was a, they yeah, purposely it was did before that. And it was before the barn scene, right? Yeah, Which okay. we're about to okay, get to. Okay. Hold on. Let, let's pause on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pin on it so, because let's lead so, up to it. Yeah, yeah. So the next episode uh, after Chupacabra is episode six, Secrets, and oh, it starts. And here I had to write this down: go, the yeah. Dale and Herschel talk, and it's when Dale goes in and talks to Herschel. And Herschel's like, one of my horses is missing. And it's Daryl stole the horse. And Daryl went on his mission where he started having flashbacks. Remember? Daryl's mission where in the creek, all that, fucking he hallucinates and sees Merle. Yeah. And then he has to climb up the muddy wall. And then the walker is almost going to kill him. And he put an arrow through his own leg. Like, it was a huge fucking episode, dude. Yeah, that's Chupacabra, actually. Daryl's mission. And then when he comes back, the end of the episode of Chupacabra, uh, episode five, there's a sun glare, and Andrea's on the RV, and she's all, Walker, and everybody floods. And we all know that it's Daryl with a necklace of Walker ears, and he has a a leg. He's limping because of the arrow he had to pull out. They and thought he was a walker. Covered in blood and yep. mud. And Andrea's like, sun I glare. know how to shoot no, but now. Andrea, yeah. I'm fucking kill no. people. No, no. And she's it's on the so RV. So annoying. But when she looks in the scope, in that there's a whole sun glare. Season. There's a sun glare. She can't see. And from that far, you don't know if Daryl is actually a walker. They did a great job of this part. So she takes the shot. And, and at that time, Shane, Rick, they run up. And right when they realize that it's fucking Daryl and Rick looks and he's got a necklace of walker ears. He looks all crazy. It's so sadistic. Listen, it almost reminded me of like Legends of the Fall where he, where like when he's in like the cusp of war and he starts to like scalp people's yeah. fucking heads and he has like this like, like tre- necklaces like trophies, right? of scalps yeah, where like he's trophies. just like, he's just like, in this survival mode that yep. was like the same thing that Daryl was yes. going through. He was just cutting shit where he was like, dude, I just need to get out of this situation. And Merle, his like back memory of like the hallucinations yeah. of Merle is exactly what actually kept him. But that's what kept him alive. Yep. But like it also Merle, like his Merle getting on him and being like, you Bitch, you're not gonna fucking survive. He's like, he was like, fuck you, and he just like kept going. And it was because of Merle that he got through it. He had to prove something. I'm biting my tongue. You don't even know the further things that get revealed about Daryl. Wait, 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 hold on. Don't even know yet. So I wanna. (laughs) You not even know yet. I don't. The whole episode, episode five of Chupacabra, is pretty much Daryl with that whole scene in the creek. And the horse and flashbacking, hallucinating. So it ends 
though it ends the shot it, no it ends with um, oh and andrea it ends with them talking about the walkers no you talk andrea she oh it's a walker and she tries to take yeah, the yeah, shot remember then episode six secrets it starts with the talk that dale has with her can, can in sorry, the horse barn Bubs, please can i no. pause wait can I pause and just say how much of a n- n- Andrea was throughout this entire fucking season? How she was like, oh, I'm a killer now. I know how to shoot. Okay. I want to do this. Wait, wait. Hold fuck on. Fuck him. Hold on. Fuck them. I, I, and then, I, I, no, remember her and Shane yeah, go on well, this whole little yeah, they mission, fucked. and they're like, oh, let's fuck. Hold on. I'm First of all, you. we fuck haven't gotten Rick. there. We haven't gotten there. Let's get there. Fuck her. Oh, no, but. I just had to bring that. Listen, the first time, listen, the first time around I watched it and I completely hated Andrea. The second time around I watched it and I realized that why she behaves the way that she does is she's completely, she's beyond like survival mode where she no longer wants to live anymore. She has nothing to lose to where she's at that point where she. She's not misguided. At the same time, she's like, I'm not just going to sit here and do what you're telling me to do. I'm going to do what makes me feel good and what makes me feel like... She disrespected Dale many times because of this attitude. I don't don't think she disrespected Dale. I agree with you. I agree in the fact that like it was not up to Dale to make that decision. Agreed. And like the second, the first time around, the first time around, I completely hated Andrea. The second time around, I was like, I kind of agree with you. I love the way they did in the show where Dale lost his wife and never had kids. And he, he, he treated Andrea and Andrea's sister from season one as his daughters. And Andrea hated that and then at the cdc is where they bonded right yeah. and then in season two where dale took away the guns from andrea she fucking resented yeah, that's dale what so i'm hard. talking about but, but dale was right in all of this i want to shoot i want to know how to shoot i'm a and sniper no, i'm a warrior hold on i've Shut had, the fuck I've had the listen fuck andrea was Just a good shooter baby steps bitch wait, baby wait steps. hold on hold on i don't want to off i don't want to off track here how which she did. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go off track here. So the, the relationship with Dale and Andrea is important for this reason. I remember this from the comics, Squeezy. Uh, Dale was the the middle weight of the weight the the Libra scale of Shane and Rick, yeah. where he was the moral compass. Not only in the comics, but it resonated so hard through the show from comic to TV. It is one of the big things that resonated so hard. And we're close to getting to that point. But the last thing I have written on here is uh, Chupacabra, when they find the walkers in the barn. And then six, episode six, Secrets, starts with Dale's conversation with Herschel. And Herschel's all, one of my horses is missing. And it's where Dale tells Herschel, I know there's walkers in the barn. And then it's where you find out Herschel's true beliefs on the walkers yeah. and, and the, the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. He, and he starts going into a religious breakdown of trusting God and the Bible. And we're talking about the South, the Bible Belt, like fucking everything. I get it. It's a, it's a discussion that we've all thought. Yeah. Where it's like, well, what if one day this all stops? Yeah. And 
everyone's better. You yeah. know what I mean? I just went out to the bar and smashed my wife's head in. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dale, Dale, represents the the, Dale represents the devil's advocate yep. in this yep. situation. Yep. And right after that is where they cut into Shane, Andrea, and uh, J- uh, uh, is it Jimmy? Charlie? Herschel's son? T-bone. A step... Uh, well, that's Herschel's future son-in-law. Son. Anyway, future they, son-in-law. Shane takes them target practicing. Right. And it's where Andrea starts getting her shot. And there's a scene where he's Oh, here throwing, we go, sniper. No, Shane's... Fucking American remember, sniper. Shane ties this log to a rope, and he swings it. And he's going to hit the target, the moving target, right? And she can't hit it. And then they go to a cul-de-sac of homes. And they go in a garage, they go in a house, and they go gets overrun. And it that's the, the moment where Andrea gets her shot. And then when they drive back is where I was like, wait, what's happening? Andrea grabs his crotch, and they fuck in the car. And it changes a yeah, lot of it, dynamics. It, okay, in, in that's a part, but it, more importantly, she was saying, I don't like what Rick's doing. And they do it. No, no, an no, no, no. That comes no. later. That comes yeah, later. Yeah, but that, that conversation happens because of the sexual uh, no, connection. No, no, The conversation you're talking about happens later. Anyway, the the connection with uh, Shane and, and Andrea was kind of huge because now Shane has somebody on his side. Yeah, right? finally. So when they get back to this, Glenn... Um, Lori goes to Glenn, Glenn and is like, I need, I need the morning after pill, right? So Glenn and Maggie go back to the pharmacy, and at this time, they're kind of a couple, and then Maggie almost dies, and Glenn saves her, and then the cut scene to Maggie getting home. Maggie goes to the tent where Lori is, throws the pills at her, and fucking lights her up. And Maggie was like, shut up, like, don't say anything, you know? But she's totally right. And it's where you realize, like, holy shit, Maggie, like, loves Glenn, you know? And then she runs in the house and yells at Herschel and was like, that Asian boy just saved my life, you know? Yeah. And Herschel's whole tone changed. Yeah, yeah, fucking better, huh? Yep. Absolutely, you saved her life. And then at the end of this episode was the biggest point. It was, Charlie, you remember this one. We actually talked about this, where Rick took Lori away from everybody, and they talked. And Lori immediately talked about, I fucked Shane. And Rick had to deal with it and was like, I understand. I, you thought I was dead. Like, that's a huge dynamic, huge, dude. Massive dynamic, a huge plot twist huge, in it. Huge, dude. But also, what we we have not been talking about at all is that Carl is, like, always kind of dying and, like, um, throughout this whole process. He's becoming a, a boy. No, no, he no, no, no. He, he's, in, in the, the real it, world. It took a while through the show where he was still like, is he going to live, yeah, this and that. Yeah. They're on the, the relationship between Rick and Lori. Okay. He's on the brink and Shane. So you're you're like, not far away. He's so, going to die. And it starts to culminate and build. So episode While six. they're still Carl, find Sophia and Carl finally gets All these out. things happen. Finally, yes. Carl finally, in episode six. Carl's alive. He's back. No, episode Carl's six. Yeah, yeah. He finally is left the room and he's getting he's better. Back. He's back. So episode back. seven is called, is called pretty much dead already, right? Yes. And, and he's back. It starts with Glenn. Like literally two seconds in. Glenn's sitting there, and the whole camp's eating breakfast. He's all, there's and, Walker. No, Dale's looking at Glenn, and he's all, 
saying yes, nodding his head up and down. And then Glenn looks all the way to the farmhouse, and Maggie's on the porch going, no. Don't do it, yeah. And then, boom, Glenn Glenn's all. Everybody, he's There's off. walkers in the bar. <laughs> and the look, everybody, the, the look on Shane's yeah. fucking face. And what does he what? say? And then it goes right into the intro. Yeah, they have great. such great, great cold opens. That's great. And then, so I want to go through this uh, parts of this. Because, Don't go super. No, no, hold on. This is I mean, the biggest. Will, but this is biggest, one of the greatest Walking Dead moments So ever. I want to go back. This episode is called Pretty Much That's Dead Already. And it, 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 it's a callback to something that said almost towards the end of this episode. So Glenn tells everybody. And then Rick and Shane have a talk at the, at the, the fucking um, tractor trailer. And they're arguing, and to shut Shane up, Rick says, Lori's pregnant. And then Shane just changes. He's like, whoa. And we'll get into this part later, but it's a big moment between Rick and Shane. The dynamics change so drastically in this. The next scene. Some of the greatest villains The next ever. fucking scene, dude. One of the best friends. Dude, the dude, next. And <laughs> dude, the, just, just in, in like. Yeah. She, giving him props as That's as how he got the actor? Punisher role. Dude, like That's how he got the Punisher role. Holy fuck, bro. Shane, like you I said I think about I I I think they have two I think they have two different mindsets in the fact that when he tells him that, he's thinking like I have now something that I have to protect and live, live for. And and yeah. equally, Shane has the same Did in the fact the that Shane in the fact it? that this he is smiled. my this yeah. is my child. Like, this That's isn't my boy. this isn't your child. This is my child. But they're like, and we're on the I same team. and I yeah. now yeah. need to protect this, yeah. right? So, whether you whether you tell me whatever it is that you tell me, truth it is, doesn't yeah. ra- matter. It's irrelevant. It's this ours. is my child. That's where this in the is show, my like, child. Oh, so this guy's probably gonna live. A lot longer. Right, right, right. Because I already knew. Oh, I did too. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna live a lot longer. I've read at this point. I know what's happening, and to the show, it tripped me out. Yeah, it was good. And I, the one of the main things I remember is the dynamic between Shane and Rick. Okay, because they nailed it in in the show. Wait, let me get back to this. Let's get to the greatest. No, no, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. So I, I'm talking. Rick and Shane talk pregnancy. And all I have next in, and it's written in, I wrote it over and over again. I, I want to reenact the barn it. scene. I want to reenact No, it. but yeah. how? Last night, for mom's birthday, you were out here, we're drinking beers, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to show you this shit. I almost feel well, like I was writing. audio, we should just play Wait, hold like on. a clip of this how? shit. Yep. How? Yeah. When yeah. I played that scene. I don't know legally Shane, if we can. Shane, yeah, yeah. Shane's descent into madness starts with him trying to hide uh Dale trying to hide guns and well that whole thing where no, they confront it in the woods no and he goes when when uh Rick goes with Herschel and Herschel's all if you want to stay here he's like shoot me this is right what now. we do yeah. no they yeah. find walkers and Steel they billions. put them in the barn to save them and Rick's yeah. like wait what and then the moment they come back with walkers in, oh like, what do they Shane? call that? No, what is it called, though? It's the long stick with the strap. Uh, it's, it's like, like, a, like for animals. Yeah, it's like cattle dog wranglers like or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Your dog, dog, um, no, there are, like, so Rick is with Herschel, and then Shane is trying to stir the narrative with the group. There's a war. Exactly. And he starts no, running. trying to stir the narrative. Everyone's running. And Shane's riling everybody up. T-Dog Andrea. 
That's all this. With me, man. Yeah. Time to grow up. And look, it was one thing standing around here picking daisies when we thought this place was supposed to be safe, but now we know it ain't. Can you shoot? Can you stop? If you do this, you hand out these guns, my dad will make you leave tonight. We have to save Shane. What is this? We ain't going anywhere, okay? And then they all look over and they see Herschel and Rick and and uh, Herschel's son. Oh shit! Lie. What the hell are you doing? She just found out. Why do your people have guns? Are you kidding me? They have three walkers in the stick. Trying to put them in. And Shane's all. That's what I'm talking no. about. And then Hall, no. last night. No. You see? You see what they're holding on to? Let us do this, then we can talk. What you want to talk about, Rick? These things ain't shit. They're not people. They're dead. No, no, no. It, it was the greatest. And while they're holding these walkers, Rick's like, please don't. They're the things that killed Amy. They killed Otis. They're going to kill all of us Jay, unless we do Hey, Herschel, man, let me ask you something. For a living, breathing person, do they walk away from this? Chains like shooting Herschel's wife in the chest. He's all, that's one to the heart, one to the chest. Could someone who's alive, could they just take that? Why is he still coming? Herschel's crying, and he's all, is she fucking alive? Shane, enough! Hey, you right, man. That is enough. And then he walks up to her and shoots her in the No, but I... At that moment, how out of hand Shane was, I was like, it's fucking. He was crazy. also right. You know, there's always a guy who's like, dude, it reminded me of Dawn of the Dead. The voice of reason. Him in the yeah. bottom of the. That, remember in the beginning? Those are our people. Risking our lives for a little girl who's gone. Enough. Living next to a bar full of things that are trying to kill us. Enough. It's, it's uncomfortable it's so and amazing at the same time. Enough! I, I truly believe it's but what... It's and so truthful. John Brenthal even yeah. says it's what excels him. Exactly. And no, the best part is... You are. He's all, you're right, Rick. Rick. He's all, it is. He's all, and he is. shoots the fucking he just, walker he's holding. He starts shooting. He's shooting, and then he looks in slow motion back at Rick, and he goes... It is, and then he kills the walker that he's walker holding. Rick's holding. No, and it's then a back shot. No, and wow. then he he runs to the barn, grabs the pickaxe, and he's all, "Who's with me?" He throws Daryl a shotgun. T Dog and Andrea oh, come up. Oh, uh, Glenn. No, and then no, Glenn looks at Maggie. And Maggie's holding Herschel, and Maggie crying goes, "Go, so go, it. go!" Yeah. And then and right the barn there, opens. Bust it open, yeah. and then and everyone's oh my god, and it's a slaughter. No, and then when Herschel's wife comes out, Dude, kids like fucking uh, uh, they dude, Daryl shoots they her, her in the mouth. And Herschel just starts like, and she's still walking, losing it, dude. Until they shoot her in the head, and it's yeah. all headshots, right? Everything, buddy, starts dropping, but and then it goes silent. When you see the breakdown of Shane, you completely understand as to why he's, he's yeah, breaking he's down right. because it's understandable. Obviously, he sees that Rick has some weakness there, where there's some emotional connection. At that point, yep. he's all about survival, I'm the and he's about like you're you're not going to be able to make these hard decisions and look at what we've Correct. had to do 
because we're trying to find Sophia and look at how all these things have happened because we're continually trying to do this and like things are happening and people are getting hurt when you should have just like stopped it from the get-go and been like, we need to move on from this. So he's trying to make these tough decisions that maybe Rick doesn't want to make because he's emotionally connected, which is why we connect with Rick as a leader because he needs to have that emotional You're right about that. constant like cuss between like rick and shane where it's like you know that shane is trying in some sort of way to do the right thing but it's not but at that moment he's so right he is you're just like no wait wait, hold on you're forgetting about through all this there rick tries so hard to bring shane back to his frame of mind then what happened? No, no, no. Silence. And then the greatest POV shot ever is when you're in the barn and all you hear is, ah, ah. and then it's Everything's POV. over, right? And this Think. little slit, you see the feet. And you they know that show feet. everybody's you fucking see the reaction. shirt before the face. Oh, my God. Carl start crying. Carl runs. I Lori start. grabs him. slow motion too. you see you see fucking carol crying and daryl grabs her oh everyone even shane <laughs> the look on shane's face was oh, yeah. like everyone that was like out horrified dude yeah. at the yeah. moment yeah. just froze and, then and guess all their balls oh. dropped to like dude this is such a beautiful part i hate to do this right now guys but this is none of this is in the comic this was all manufactured for the show i mean it's it's dude it's like that case about like it's that thing where like they add stuff and sometimes it's like people are like eh, dude this was like something that mr robert kirkman added that was like holy fucking shit this is spectacular you know what i mean and out of nowhere guess who didn't freeze rick what does he do he walks up, looks at her, puts that fucking cannon to her head. He doesn't look at anyone. Head. He walks right up and to that her shot, and shoots her in the And that shot, the shot of head. her looking at the barrel. It's the most iconic shot. Yeah. And, and one of the ever. best endings to a mid-season finale. It goes black, and you just hear the trigger pull. I, wait, hold on. Can I say this? Rick it's does amazing. not look at anyone. Nope. He makes a decision. He walks. Life. He does it he as walks a leader. Everybody. We'll find... But he doesn't. But what the what the, the 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 directors do is they start showing the wife, Carl. They show everyone's face yeah. while he's about to do this, and the shock, and the froze, and the I don't know what's happening right now, and that literally in season two in mid season mm. it epitomizes what this whole show's about, which is really Rick Grimes, and it yeah. shows. Yes, that's the fucking man. Also, 
I cannot. But listen, you you also see the cusp in the two of them when even they're like talking in the forest and like Rick is trying to bring him back to talk about the all the chicks that he's like banged. Yeah, the stories about his girlfriend. And he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't revel in that. Like, I don't even think about the past. The world has changed. The world has changed, and I just focus for it. So like, Shane is hard. So here's the difference between Rick and Shane. Is Rick is still trying to hold, hold on, on to the, the humanity world. of what was All before, right, whereas Shane is completely in the new world. Is completely given up of that, and he goes, Ooh. "This is not yes. about that at all. This is a whole right. new entirety where we just are in survival mode. And we're just about surviving, and, we'll figure out the and we're not later. gonna focus on the past because if we sit too long in that, then we're gonna die. Where Rick is like, we'll be dead in ha- in the, the fucking well, said, right? more time, Surviving. right?" Rick didn't have. Rick was down. He was in. Um, he had that coma. Shane's Shane's been living in the fucking. The shit world for a lot for quite a bit longer. Because wasn't Rick, Rick thing like the, him and Laurie had a little trouble prior to this apocalypse, right? Well, yeah, that but was also the whole thing. also they were under the impression, due to somebody pushing that narrative along, yeah. that he's gone, he's gone, he's yeah. dead. Yeah. There, there's no way. And and to think about it from from her level, it's like you're looking at the world and it's like how could he be alive? You know, it's like. Where was he last? And I get no, I get it, dude. Yeah, I, I think my oh, yeah, life, totally. my loves of my life, yeah. like I get Move it. Move on, be look, happy. This is a crazy situation happening. Yeah, and it's like fuck. I, I, everyone's dead. I, I think won't go I out think and try and find him. Shane, Shane is definitely that character, that darkness and all that stuff. Rick is more a light character. Yep. Also, Shane kind of had like, I feel like he had a head start. You know, he had I agree. I agree. Exactly. He, was nuts. he got to see more of it, whereas um, Rick was Rick sleeping. Was, uh, sleeping. <laughs> he was asleep. And I actually want to ask Literally. you this because there was a small part. I didn't write it down, but thank you, Kuzi, for mentioning that. There was a part where Andrea came to Shane and was like, I got your back, but do you think you could tone it down? Yeah. Your approach is what's wrong. What you're saying is not wrong. Yeah. But your approach is fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. And she was 100% right, actually. straight up checks him on that. Yeah. And if you don't remember, Clearly he doesn't listen in to her, him. before the apocalypse, <laughs> Andrea was an attorney. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she has the capability of dealing with problems or whatever you want to say. Yeah. But when she tells Shane that, Shane actually thinks about that. And then Rick is always trying to keep Shane on his level and Shane's always trying to keep Rick at his. So there's a struggle. And in that middle is I think always Dale. Always For me, I think the moment you. that he killed Otis yeah. was completely whatever hope that he had within him was, gone. was completely gone at the that head moment. Saw the real Shane. When you when you see him, him yeah. shaving his head and he's That's in this guy, dark place, head, yes. he no longer cares about anything. He's all about like oh, such survival. A great my kid, not my kid. I don't give a shit. It's irrelevant. Yeah. It's oh, about Lori, just, like, continuing <laughs> to move forward and survive, oh, and that's Andrea. all. I don't give a that's shit. All that, that's all that matters. And Queasy, is that in my dick? My gun in the comics. Oh, he's yeah. the beast man. Is the head shaving in the comics? Nobody, the nobody cares about me to protect me, so I'm gonna protect myself. And, and, and yeah. caveman, yeah. And um, dude, also, God, I mean. Shane is 
just a narrative in all stories. Like, yeah, you, you represent fall in love the... with him from the beginning. Like, you right. like him and you want to like him, and he goes bad, and you're just like, look, we all get to that point too. Like, he he's kind of the truth, dude. Yeah, yeah but his no problems. I told you this he last night. Tact. Rick and Shane. That's Kane. Andrea and is right though. That's no, the brothers. Yeah, no, Kane not really. Kane and Abel, like. I see myself yeah. in both those guys. For sure. Totally. For sure. And I'm like, Absolutely. I can't root against exactly. any of them, and I can't root okay. for, you know what I mean? You're not wrong. The only difference with that is Kane and Abel, Kane and Abel were Shane. brothers. I love Darth Vader. Kane and Abel's were brothers that riffed. They hate each other. The difference with Shane and Rick is that there's Lori and there's Carl involved in the group. So there's a bigger overall narrative. It's a yin yang right uh, no, there, though. But r- everybody looks to Rick, right? One person only looks to Shane as Andrea. And I, I know for a fact that's not in the comic. It could have worked. Has such a bad judge of character. And yeah, ironically, I don't think she's a good the lawyer. Fact, the fact that she, she's comic, like she all hundred percent about she Shane like a good just shows like how like she makes bad decisions in judgment. Although. In real life, they actually do. I know a, a social worker that's uh, cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, All right. All right. And, and and that See? person's telling like people what to do. So, anyways, so real um, to life, yeah, yeah. So they're not in the perfect. comic. I feel like and Andrew becomes Rick's love in the comics, correct? No, Dale. They they have a relationship. Uh, no, Andrea. The, oh, is it oh, Andrea in and the Rick, long like, term? Like, oh, well, yeah. The, the oh, before d- d- yes, yes. Long term, Rick and in the Andrea. Long, not yes, are, yes, in yes, the show, it's yeah. Michonne. But yes, hold on, yes, hold on. Yeah, we yeah, don't want to. We don't want to go yeah, forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, uh, re- in, in, d- during this whole part, season two, whatever number we're at in the comics, the reason why they're keeping, they're keeping um um Dale. No, 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 no. When they kept Shane going, it's like. I think he had an idea maybe to play it a little longer and keep Shane alive a lot longer. It's like, dude, it would have worked. Shane dies in the comics. Yes, okay. before this. Okay. It's, it's okay. early on. But I think, like, the two of them could have been leader, leader team. Yeah. But there's one thing that fucked it all up. It's kind well, of we'll get wait wait let's save which that. turned from huge episode. Like I was well, just saying, well, let's my continue. daughter yeah, to yeah. my. All right. So after so, the greatest wait, mid-season sorry. finale ever done, and they took Ooh. a month which break. I, we all cried months. and so AMC was, was shocked and blown it was, away. It was the first time they took a two-month break. Where's right? Sophie? Where is she? We're looking for her. We're hunting right, for her. We exactly. gotta find her. You know, my heart was with Carl the whole time. I was like, not even Carol. I was like. Wait, wait. So the, the, it ends with oh, Rick man. putting the barrel on Sophia's head, going black, pulling the trigger. Yeah. And then two months later, we're like, wait, what's going on? They're all mid-season I finale. How and I were like, love what the fuck is I mid-season love when finale? They do shit like Sons that. of Anarchy never did this. Well, we don't need to this. know all this. But the That's next right. episode was called, and this episode was so important, Nebraska. Okay? Oh, shit. And it starts, oh, shit. it starts with... The barrel of the gun after he kills Sophia. Like, talk about the last Smoking. episode. Wasn't the final smoke? scene was the barrel to Sophia's head go black. The start of the next episode, two months later, is from black goes to light and the gun's smoking yeah. and it's still Rick. Genius. Talk about a great transition. Yeah. And then the reactions of everybody. I don't want to, uh, that's not why I bring it up. But immediately after all that, and you saw Shane, and he was quiet, and he knew he fucked shit up. But the next, in this episode, 
Shane immediately starts to fucking lose his mind. Because he's like, I was right. He starts trying to, like, spread the group apart, right? Yep. In little ways. And then the cold open starts with the funeral. And to me, I called Charlie that when I watched it. I texted her. I was like, oh, this is so mind-blowing. When they bury Sophia, Herschel's wife, mm. and the son, yeah. right? And Andrea says this. She's all, we burn everybody. We bury the ones we love. It's such a dope fucking line. I love that. I love that. Doesn't matter if they're walkers. The ones we love, we bury. The rest, we fucking fuck I love them. that. We burn them. I love right? that. Uh, yeah. So they, they have this funeral. There's purpose right? behind They have this funeral. There's four graves. Three graves. And the group... They, there's an overhead shot, and the group is spread more apart, and it's Carl and Lori, and everybody is not together. And then when uh, Herschel gives his talk, and it's right before the theme comes on and the credits roll, I don't want you girls everybody spreads, everybody, dude, everybody in that scene walks in different directions, and Dale is the only one that doesn't move. And it's such a deep meaning of he has always been the moral compass. Well, and Queasy also to the comics, he didn't exist. So it's like for him to no, just... No, what do you mean? Dale, Dale did. It's kind oh, of yeah, a... No, Dale did exist. Oh, oh, oh yeah. excuse me. Sorry, yeah. I thought you said... No, it was Dale, dude. He Darryl. was the only one in that scene. They're kind of love, I love... I kind of like Dale a lot. I love Oh, oh okay. Sorry, I, I, I misheard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. But wait. Dale... Wait, I don't want to go into that because there's out, other like, episodes where... There's other parts where I really want to go into Dale. Oh, yeah, for But sure. that Dale's that the cold open so far in that the cold whole open, show. Think of it, dude. It's a drone it's shot. In the it's a drone shot of Herschel giving the, the eulogy, right? Yeah. And then everybody walks in totally different directions, and Dale's in the middle, and he doesn't move. Yeah. Dude, that, that's like, I mean, say what you want. That speaks volumes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Him being the moral compass of the whole group, he's trying to... Hold the fractions yeah. that Rick can't handle. Uh, you know. Sorry, I, I'm thinking in my head so like, important. you know who Dale reminds me of yeah. is a friend of ours. Uh, um, his name is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he reminds me of an yeah. old man version of that yes. where he actually is always saying the truth. Yes. He just has a bad way of trying to say uh-huh. it, but I always agree with it, and I'm yes. always just like. <laughs> Let's. He's got the wisdom. Sorry, I just... He's got the wisdom. I'm yes, just I like agree. fucking... I hear you, but we, they, we got shit to cover. Okay, sorry. Charlie, well, after the, after the guy, is that pretty like, good? Go is that to. pretty good, Charlie? Matt? He's the guy I would go to, to, to you know what I mean? Like, if I'm I like, hey, you're such an asshole, but uh, oh, wait. you're kind of right, though. Yeah. But wait, Queasy, what I want to ask you is, um, so in that convicted. cold open, is that... I can't remember if that's a part of the comic, the funeral. The funeral? Yeah, and that's him telling... Yeah. And that's kind of Herschel. Is there another part where Herschel? No. So right after the cold open in the credits, Herschel's in leave. his room. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Herschel's in his room, packing away all of his wife that thought was gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. But oh, realized yeah. he was Shit wrong. Change. He all packs of all of her clothes away, and he's like, "I." It's the first sign. I'm done. But then, what does he do? He opens the door and he picks up his flask. Because he and was a right there. Alcoholic. Right, yeah. No, right You've there. Already he, learned through the season. It switches yeah. scenes, and you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then immediately, like, the where's Herschel? Maggie comes running, and then Rick and, and Glenn's like, I'll go. 
because now. That's my dad, no, maybe. Sure. Wait, <laughs> this is where it gets better. Right before this, Maggie goes up to Glenn and says, I love you, and Glenn freezes. Uh-huh. No, she gives him a big old kiss. No, and she says, I love you, and That's he doesn't say anything. And then he kid. goes on this mission to find Herschel, right? Yeah. And in the car, I showed you this last night, how in the car yeah, with Rick and, Rick and Glenn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glenn does, Rick doesn't ask anything. Glenn was just like, can I just tell you? And he's like, Maggie said, I love you, and I didn't say it back. And Rick looks at him. During this tumultuous time, Rick was like, that's a good thing. He's like, we don't have any of this anymore. The players off. Play. That's things you need to hold on to. And it rained so deeply for, for me. Sure. Where... They're trying to hold on to little things yes. of the past and look, world. It's the apocalypse. You know? Yes. Yeah, so um, and very, so, very good and so I remember in the comic, they would do this a lot, trying to hold on to the past and accepting the new world. You know. So what? We segue to a bar. No, no, no. It gets better. They find, yes, Glenn and, and Rick go to the bar, and they walk in, and, and Herschel's you? halfway through a bottle. I thought he didn't drink. Oh, he but started. He went, wait, what is it? He went on the wagon. Like, oh, he, yeah. he got back was. on the wagon. <laughs> no, he, is that the correct term? Uh, you got to ask Seinfeld. On the wagon. On the, right? on the wagon, or is he off? He's well, in the old prospecting days, they would be on the wagon, and then nice. well, you'd get drunk, and you'd fall off, off the wagon. The wagon yeah. <laughs> so right when they walk, cleared like right, half a bottle. Yeah, right when they walk he in, did, you look. I was like, he was wasted. As I would too, dude. Yes. And, and he played it so good yes, as an actor, where sure. I was like, is he drunk he or not? Because it's hard to slur as a drunk acting. Yeah, but we when, can do it when we're tossed. No, no, no. But, but when you've been drinking for a long time and you get back on it, okay, fine. It's like riding a bike. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not slurring. Immediately, Rick. I know how to clear half so a it's bottle. It's just Rick, Glenn, and Herschel, right? And then Herschel goes into this such beautiful speech of admitting everything he was wrong about to Rick. About the farm. No, yeah. But, but, and, but yeah. not giving up that he still doesn't have some, spe- like, rules. And it, it turns into this talk about him and Rick working things out yeah, and right right out, when it yes. becomes awesome and you're like oh this is great then we get these mother Boom, the door opens they mentioned they came from philly and i always yeah. remembered that and th- at this point in the show and i really i wrote this down because queasy you and i have talked about this michael yeah. raymond james that's him as dave that's him He's awesome. Boris right. he's in. <laughs> he, the way he acts in this is yeah. so intimidating, Bubs. For sure. For right? Sure. He captivates the entire scene. But he kind of is playing it cool. He's, like, making jokes and shit. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, but that's the whole Holly, thing. Holly, hold that. I want to get into that. Yeah. Edit this part out. Yeah. The reason why I was bringing this up is because the biggest part of the show, yeah. which when this happened, and I know this from reading it, Robert Kirkman was so staunch on never saying the word zombie in this comic. Oh, yeah. And still to this 11 seasons. But in this episode was the first time. The only time. The only time. Nope. Lame brains. There's 12 times that it's happened throughout the show. Lame brains. I will name you every single one, Hal. But this was the first time where he said lame brains. No. Do you want me to go down the list through all 12 seasons? There's walkers, lame brains, uh, geeks, 
No, 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 no. Um, Sorry, I think yeah. you got... No, no, I'm saying... They never say the word zombie. Right, ever. And, and I'm saying through 11 seasons, they've never said the ever. word zombie. But Robert Kirkman was so strict on that. No, I re- Do you know why? In the comics. Do you know no. why? It's, it's one of the reasons no, why he didn't Kirk even, wanted to make it he different. He says to Glenn, he's like, that's what you call them, walkers? He's like, well, I mean, that's a nice word. We've he's heard like, everything. Oh, you call them lame, lame brains. brains. Oh, wait, hold on. It's I, way better than lame brains. I, I wanted to bring this up. I read this. The reason why Kirkman said he never wanted to say zombies, he never wanted to timeline the show to where you could reference Return yeah, of the Dead. Yeah, it's also why they never talk about... Right? He never wanted to timeline it to where you felt right. it was a part of... Sure. The yeah, zombie era. It's, it's his own world. Its own. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a That's minute. That's the main reason why Tom he Trowles. never said the word zombie. Daryl's brother. Merle. Merle, in another movie, calls you mean Michael Rucker? Brains. Michael Rucker in another movie. And Henry oh, is calling Henry? somebody lame brains. Yeah. What oh, I, I, I'm pretty is sure. It, wait, I'm, is I'm, it Henry I'm, or is it Mallrats? Lame brains. Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Oh, another He's zombie. Dead. Oh, Merle? Oh no. no. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Wait, wait, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Merle? He's in the basement. That's yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. He calls right. the guys upstairs yeah, lame, lame brains. brains. Right, right, right. Oh, my God. You mean the remake, the Tom Savini yeah, yeah. one? Yeah, Tom Savini one. Whoa, yeah, yeah. that's oh, shit. weird, dude. That's weird. When he's trying to hook up the TV, yeah. right? Yeah. He's going upstairs. Brain brains. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Just hearing and that again. Shuts the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, and then it cold, and then and then all of a sudden he's oh, calling zombies lame brains and fucking, that's weird. And he's in nice that. That's fine, show. brother. But wait, I, I, is a crazy I wanted, place. Yeah. I, when rewatching it, it's something Queasy and I always talk about where such a dope thing that Kirkman did. Yeah. Like, paying homage to Romero and the zombie genre without ever saying zombie. Yeah. No, but the but reason why, a, and I it read it... It was such a way of, like, tonight, I love you without you using He that. didn't want to timeline it. Yeah. It added it that where, dynamic. As a zombie sense. fan, you can feel like this is a part of your but real it, world. Yep, it yep. Added, it's a part of a world that doesn't exist. It added, it, it added the dynamic yeah. of being so different mm-hmm. from all mm-hmm. the genre of zombie mm-hmm. shit. Film or television. Actually, this is the first television zombie. So, and actually, even I when they that. reference yeah. to The Walking Dead, it's to but the humans. Here we go. Here we go. Right, yeah. Here we go. Zombies. I want to get deeper yeah. into this. Because okay. they start going in, and he starts picking, like, Dave, the main guy, the, the protagonist. Guys, right. Yeah. He starts going, like, and he says some dope shit. He's oh, like, let's have a drink. No, he's like, you guys look pretty clean. He's yeah. like, oh, your yeah. car, where's all your gear? Oh, I was like, oh, he's like straight no calling him out. In your cars, and like- right there, Charlie, Herschel's all, we're with a bigger group. Mm-hmm. And the way he says it, I'm like, dude, he's playing a great drunk. Yeah. Like he's slurring his shit slowly. It's so dope. I'm so glad I rewatched this again. Glenn's trying to say shit, but, but no, looking no, at Rick Glenn, like, Glenn, Glenn fucks I, up. <laughs> Did I do good? Or no? Glenn yeah. fucks up twice. Yeah. Yeah. He takes two shots. And then he immediately, I'm sorry, I'm not going to even say so I'm it, being but, real chatty right now. But Herschel, as drunk as he is, this is the moment. I played this for you last oh, time. Oh, Rick is Rick, scary in Rick this fucking oh, no, Rick, goes, no, Rick oh, is dude. scary. No, but this is the moment. Han Solo, man. This is, he yes. puts on that vest. But. And he takes a shot and is staring. This is the moment. All, all the fans of not only the comics, but the show yeah. on YouTube. This is where, and you and I have always said this. This is where Rick Grimes turned into, what do we call him? 
grimy. Do not make Rick go grimy. Go grime. grime. This is the first time. And when he goes grime, Holly, you yeah, couldn't yeah. believe this. I know. We looked it no, up. But the way he did it, Dave went behind the bar, and then the fat dude was behind Rick, yeah. and Rick was like in a stand. And then the mirror. Right? Remember yeah. he, the and mirror? He the mirror. Yeah. And he tried to draw, and Rick fucking headshot him, turned around, shot Fat Boy. Three twice. shots into yeah. Fat no, Boy. Yeah. No, twice. Chest, heart, Fat and chest. And went up to him and fucking blasted shot. him. The look on Herschel's face was like, That's my leader. I will follow I'll you. give him the farm. Yep. yep. I'll give him the It was fucking so... Uh, no. Remember, Fatboy took a piss. Fatboy took a piss right at the bar. And then we Rick killed him. Talk about a flash. Talk about a callback. When that dude, when Rick blew his head off, the dude's head was in his own piss. Oh, yeah. And that and moment is... And I, I told Howl, dude, the first time Rick killed a human. Yeah. Right, so not in a the walker. show, yeah. not a walker. This is the first time a human yeah. killed a but human. Yeah. Yep, it was yep, yep. it was the moment where Rick realized the biggest threats are, are here. The yeah, that's the Walking Dead. Yeah, it's human. The greatest yep. it's dynamic not, of this show. What do we always zombie. talk about, Queasy? Other humans. For the zombie genre, What's what are you going to do different? Yeah. The Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman shots out. Yeah. Fucking all praise be to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say to our listeners, like, he made, just watch he made that scene. living. Mm-hmm. The way Rick, Andrew Lincoln axed it. Yeah. Oh, the, the No, the way he, like, the the uh, other, shouts out to the other guy, yeah. Nebraska or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The way he's slyly talking to him and being, like, trying to get around things and, hey, yo, and yeah. trying, to, trying to call him out on shit. Yeah. How Rick composes himself is fucking but the, gangster the, and shit. The amount of tension from the moment. And how ready he is to kill. From the moment yep. they enter the room. Was, you, can literally, you can literally cut yeah. the tension. I get anxiety. With a fucking yeah. knife. Yeah. Like, just watching that scene. Like, your heart is just oh, yeah. palpitating because you realize. Rick's going to kill. Like, Rick's going to kill. They're just you trying can to get feel it. out of this situation. But now they yeah. have this, like, whole other dynamic that they were not anticipating for and then it's like they realize that they have to protect the one element that they have and Herschel is in agreement of that and at the same time they realize like if we let these people in like who knows what's gonna happen Charlie Charlie they already can tell that they feel these guys energy into the fact that they know that these guys are are no good they ain't coming with us they know good they know good they already know they're taking Charlie Charlie, we talked about this Herschel take it easy the moment where it switched (laughs) is the moment where Rick was looking at everybody and Herschel started backing up everything Rick said like Rick was like he where Dave the guy was like like, you guys held up on a farm and then Rick was like no we're just moving around and then when the he called them out on it Herschel was all we can't take anybody else and it was the moment where Herschel started playing off of Rick straight up a team everyone listening go go find I'm sure you could google oh, it on YouTube so go watch that scene it's yeah. it's yeah. A, it, it is such an it's intense such an fucking scene episode in Nebraska it's so gratifying it's so gratifying and it really is so the, uncomfortable it really is the uh, epit- so, uh like the turning point of Rick Grimes, I'm I'm like, actually going to really gloss over yeah. because when I rewatched it it was a lot of fluff there were some things but it's called um what the dream state no, episode nine, Trigger Finger. 
and in this one is where Lori was trying to go and find Rick and, and Glenn and Herschel. Mm-hmm. She got into the accident. Ugh. Yeah, and then her and then uh, and she's Shane, pregnant. What a dumb Shane, move. Shane went and found her. I know. And then she, she was all. Where's there been Rick? a moment? No, where's Rick? And she, and Shane's all. Oh, they're back at the farm. He lied to her. Yeah. Right? Because all he wants could have just Shane, been all us. he wants is Rick to be dead. Yeah. So he does that. And then when they left the bar, the whole thing where they killed Dave and the fat dude, and then the rest of his group tried to find him. They got into the shootout, and then the kid fell on the fence. The injured kid. Oh, my God. Is that in the comics, Squeezy? So they actually rescued Randall, right? I know this is terrible, but I feel like they should have just fucking left Randall. Oh, 100%. this is horrible. A billion percent. (laughs) And Herschel was the one. Honestly, like the comments that he said all along the way, I would have just... Fucking, I, I agree. know, and I know this is terrible. You guys Absolutely are gonna probably agree. hate me, but I should have just fucking left. What's well, kind of lame? That's not. That's like, not horrible. No, it's true. No, it's Queasy that, was all that bar shit with her like, in the comments. It, it brought was. more fucking angst than like good to even try to yeah. bring him to try to save him, and for and for what? Nothing. He's yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah, literally. How many times has he fucking been like, "Oh, just like come with me and we'll protect you"? Yeah. Like, dude, honestly, the minute till he got to his fucking people, he was gonna murder all of them. That was what? the fucking underlying season thing. two. It was survival. You will see this multiple, multiple times yeah. over as as the seasons I go f- on. I feel bad to say, and but you the, realize that's rule the, number one in the comic. They, Glenn was kind of a. Um, Little bitch. Pussy! Yeah. Oh, no, they played that, that well. Really bad. bad. Oh, no, and in Nebraska, oh, he does it. God. He hides yeah. behind the dumpster yeah. while, while Herschel right. I forgot he does saves that. his life. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. So that whole scene's in the comic, yeah, yeah, the yeah, bar yeah. scene, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Rick does all that? Yep, and the, the guy, his friend's showing up, like, Rick right does all that. And, yep, oh, yep, and yep. Randall but jumps listen, the roof and gets his leg caught. future episodes what we'll get into but when he says as to why he fucking held back, yes, honestly, was the most romantic shit that like, True. if anyone ever said that to me, yeah. like what he oh, said, Glenn? what Glenn yeah. said to yeah. Maggie yeah. Yes. as yes. to why he fucking didn't do anything, oh, and why oh, he held he wanted back. To be f- there for her. Oh, nobody's no, ever no. told him that. It was that because he was him. so concerned yeah. and worried about her yeah. that that was what cautioned him because he couldn't all of a sudden like his his, like rule for living didn't matter it was like all that mattered to him is like protecting it was like it was so beautiful like I was this like, is why I love that we have you on the podcast because we would have never any of this conclusion about Charlie, when oh they get back Lord. to the farm. When they get back to the farm when from he, all this, when he says that to her, like Maggie oh. runs up to melt and she's like crying, going and and Spis Glenn, just, no Spis Glenn Spis just pushes her off. Glenn pushes her off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh what? But he explains later. He's yeah. like, he's like, when you told me I love you, he's like, I should have said it back. But because you said that, oh, yeah, I yeah. I didn't want to die. I would have let your dad die and not me because I couldn't handle you losing me. So I couldn't find you any know, more condoms. She's even, like, it doesn't yeah, matter. You'll never even, need a condom even anymore. Even when he now. says, as Let's go. even has, yeah. even when she gets upset as to why 
he tells everybody about the walkers being in the barn. She understands. And he says to yeah. her, he was like, look, you can be upset and you can feel like I violated our trust. But when it comes to you and the possibility of one of them getting yeah. out and hurting you, that was more the ultimate reason why I had to say something because I don't ever want one of those to possibly Just hurt and head. kill you. And it was like Beautiful. the most sweetest yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. romantic shit I've ever fucking yeah. heard. It was like the reason why he said something was because it, it didn't matter about anybody else. What mattered was future. because he was trying to ultimately protect the possibility of Maggie getting hurt. And he wanted that possibility to end. And he didn't want her. But also, Charlie, hurt. I'm pretty sure this is the first time he's ever felt like this Dude, in his sure. life. Glenn. The first time he's ever felt in oh, love. The first time so he's ever, uh, like, loving only his He mom, is cherishing this there moment. There are so many guys like that yeah. Yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah, big yeah. time, dude. This is, never, he's like, I'm never letting you no, go. I think I know where you're going with way. this. There's so many pieces of shit in the world. That has never been told. They're just they, like they're horrible people, right? And do bad shit. But there's also like so many people like Glenn who've never experienced. They have not been yeah, touched and by love yeah, ever, dude. dude. Wait, I love Glenn. No, no, he says this. So he kind of is like wait everyone's oh, character. Oh. Dude. Yeah, he dude. says this to Maggie. He's all the you reason. Have a heart, you, you're Glenn. No, yeah. he's all yeah. when you told me sure. that you love me. He's all I freaked out and I almost let your dad die. And she's all why? He's like. The only women that have ever told me I, that love me are my sister and my mom. And he's all, so when I heard it from you, and he's all, there's no way I would imagine a girl like you, and she is beautiful. Yeah. Okay. That would ever love me. I, I, we need know? to continue because I want to say this because we're going to get into it, and I'm just going to stop it with this. This literally starts one of the greatest television love affairs oh. I've ever yeah. fucking yeah. seen. In my entire yeah. life. In the comics, too. No, no, no. And we, uh, I'm going to start crying Wait, because yep. I know how everything Leave happens. There on, on a so oh, let's continue God. with the rest Leave of season there. two. Oh. No, so but I'm this going is right the beginning. Yes, this is the beginning. We have one of the greatest television love affairs there's, ever. There's three more. So episode 10 is called 18 and Miles And it's an out. Asian man and a white woman. 18 Miles Out. Right? And in this episode is where they decide they're going to take Randall, the kid that fell yeah. on the fence. Oh, the whole bus thing. And Rick fucking, and they Shane. They all almost Wait, died. Wait, check this out. It Stupid starts, it starts with up. Rick yeah. and Shane in the car. And this all could have been avoided. Hold on. They're going to drive 18 miles out. 18 miles out, right? I don't even feel like we should talk about it. Like, this could have been avoided by just 18 miles this. out. And in this beginning opening scene, they, Rick and Shane have the craziest talk in the car. And it's basically Rick going, I want you here. I don't care that you fucked my wife and you want me dead and you want my son. I want you here, but this is how it's going to happen. And Shane actually kind of is on board, but there's one dope thing they do in the show is Rick's look, the whole time Rick is talking, Shane's looking out the window. And in the pasture, there's a, a walker coming out of the forest into the, the cow pasture. Aren't they at an intersection or something? Nope, nope. They're just going on the road. And they Shane sees this one walker. And it calls back at the end of this episode. So 
they get to this place 18 miles out and they drop Randall off. They give him supplies. They throw a knife far away. He's he's hogtied, right? And then they go to the fence, and this is where Rick tells Shane, if you're going to be with us, yeah. we're not going to waste ammo. When when it's one or two walkers, we're going to use a knife, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And they do it. Yeah. This is the first moment where when they kill the two officers. Dude, until they meet that one guy, mullet, right. Mr. Mullet, they cannot use. Right. They can't fuck with the bullets. But this is the first moment where when they kill these dudes and they open the fence. Yeah. Rick and Shane go up to the two officers they killed, and they're both (laughs) looking, and Shane's all, where's the bite? And then Rick was all, there is no bite. Maybe there was a scratch, which is true. But here we go. Here we fucking go. We're going to talk about this at the end. Leave it there. So it turns into one of the best fucking parts of this episode yeah. is the Rick and Shane fight. Yeah. Dude, when I say that this fight is epic, oh, yeah. holy shit. Oh, it's great. It's great. Rick beats the living shit yeah. out of Shane he's so like bad. A, he's like a and like how? A well, no, no, no. When, in, no, Charlie, in the beginning, when, it, it was very up no, and up. Dude, bro, when no, he it comes to a point Shane, near the end when he fucks him up so bad, Shane gives up. But at that moment, wait, at that moment, though, I would never fight my best friend. Hold on. At that moment, wait, wait, just go. Okay, wait, hold on, you guys. At that moment, when when Rick fucks Shane up, yeah. Shane pushes him off, and he grabs a wrench and throws it at Rick, and it misses Rick and hits a glass, and it breaks open the herd. And out oh, comes yeah, yeah. I fucking the plethora of walkers. And it separates Rick and Shane. Rick runs away. Shane goes into the bus. Right. And he leaves. Right. But I'm not going to go into this whole thing. That was pretty much the dopest part about this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rick and Shane fight. Because yeah, it yeah. goes a lot. So, but Rick ended up getting out, saving the Randall again. And Randall's driving, but he duct taped his neck to the seat. And it was like, drive, you dumbass. And they went back, and Shane was like, Rick's never coming back. But they let Rick him just does come back. Killing him, and dude. the look on Shane's face when he sees Rick. He takes him to the barn, right? And Rick's all, go through the back. And fucking, he saved Shane. That's yeah, the Shane. only uh, moment. This wasn't a great move on Rick. Moment, this whole Randall situation. Shane. <laughs> <No>. Shane. <laughs> Almost 100% got on board with Rick. Yeah. But they had another talk on the way back. And on the way back, guess what they saw? Shane saw the same walker Uh. in the field. And it was a callback from opening scene to end scene. Yeah. And it was so dopely done. Right. And and which leads us into the next episode, which is just like Rick made a bad decision with this whole fucking Randall thing. Judge. Randall's in the barn. They're just like judge and jury. Episode 11 is called Judge, Jury, and Episode, or Judge, Jury, and Executioner. And. Life is important. Hold on. It starts Dale's speech. And. Charlie, we talked about this earlier. God damn it, damn. When Daryl finally agrees to be a part of the group, yeah. they go in the kitchen, and Rick is talking about what they should do with Randall. 
And Rick agrees, we're going to kill him. Everybody agrees. And then Dale gives his speech of don't kill humans. It's the greatest speech. It really so, is a so great he's speech, right, dude. but Because it's about humanity and shit. Like, it's Dale, actually a this, beautiful in speech. In this instance, Dale is more wrong than ever. Mm. I actually I don't agree, agree with, you. with Shane. No, I, I actually, like what I said earlier. That's to how the, the ball starts rolling, dude. That's exactly. how you become, no, the, the fucking no. start killing people. You end up like those goddamn right. cannibals, dude. Right, you're not, you're no different. Thank you, Queasy. You're no different. As soon as exactly. Dale starts to become... He's talking about holding no, on to... No, uh, literally, literally He's... what Dale said is what... what I was like, dude, the, I'm going to tell our viewing audience, go listen to what Glenn. Dale said. It's so poetic. It's so beautiful on what humanity really is. And in that moment, nobody Darth, has Dale's back. He's the last person Andrea. that has the only humanity in his soul. Yeah. And I what agree. he says, he's like, I'm not going to be a part of this. No, and I will looks, not. No, and he's all, who's with me? He looks at Glenn. Glenn's like, nope. No. The only person who has his back and the whole season hates Dale is fucking Andrea. Well, Andrea, but no. she still didn't. No, no, hold on. But Andrea was like, Dale, you're no, fucking Dale stood right. alone in that You're moment, right. Dude. No, uh, Andrea did have one. his back. Andrea did. Have I know, his back. kind of, but she did. But wait, in that moment, Dale literally was the last of humanity. Hold on, and it so, was one of so, the most beautiful so spoken the written. Why they moment. stayed? No. Right. They stayed. People. They stayed strong. He was the moral. An important comment. moment. Everyone, go Google that moment and watch that. Because those other guys, they didn't have that moment. No. Those other guys are non on fucking. No. So in this, no. the Dale speech. He cries. He gives such a good performance. Yeah. And he leaves. He's all, if this is what this group is turning into, he's all, I don't want any part. And then while he's leaving, he goes to Daryl and he grabs his shoulder and he says this. He's all, you're right. This group is broken. And then he walks out the door. Holy shit. The look on, on Rick's face was like, fuck. Like, he made a mistake. And I, no, I, I, Carl, Carl I don't, walked in on I the don't, barn when they were trying yes, to go around. I, I think that's, it, that's up into the point. He doesn't realize that he made a mistake up into the point of Carl walking, walking in, in barn, and yeah. saying, like, do it, do dad, it, dad. Kill him. that he realizes that he's creating something that Monster, with yeah. this new like society that he doesn't want to create in his son this new world he wants to like literally hold on to the fact that like dale is right and like the fact is is he doesn't want his son to just be completely like cold and closed off to that so when he, he says it's like a hard truth to him right at that moment where he realizes like i'm not gonna kill randall at that moment and it's and, also where and, Rick at realizes. At that moment, he was about no. to shoot Randall. The minute Carl says something to him is he realizes, like, what am I trying to teach my son? Hmm. What am I trying to show him well, but doesn't he as have that a leader dream speech, and, like, everything uh, In the barn? Oh, oh, where, oh, 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 oh. So, no, wait, okay, I won't spoil that, but, Char, what you just said literally is kind of the epitome of what this show is. Right. Yeah, it's the uh, what, uh, what's what, right, what what's Dale wrong, you know? is trying to preserve no longer exists. It's exactly. the old and world. what Carl said, it sounds ugly, 
But he's absolutely right. He is. This is the new world, and these are the approaches. And Carl, Carl is wait, not wait, a bad no, child no. for it's, saying this. It's not about that. It's about Rick having to deal with the fact. It's a like, new world. Fuck. He was you about have to, to adjust. He was about to break. Rick was yep. about to break his own code, code and kill this kid. Dale's and right, but it took his son going, that, "Do it, Dad. Kill him." That doesn't exist. Anymore. And Rick you was can, like, Fuck. "You can eliminate an obstacle, but you don't need to be." Yeah, yeah, do exactly. It, Dad. You don't need that. That's you don't need the love into it. You don't need yeah. that. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we can eliminate obstacles, but we don't need to be cheery. The about approach, it. Right. right? So, right. The Dale speech, and and I watching it like literally like five hours ago, when he, the the actor I forget his name, but when he says it, he's crying, and Andrea is the only one that sticks up for him, and Rick realizes he was fucking wrong approaching this whole thing and then dale goes out and when he goes out he fucking comes upon the cow that's ripped apart right mm. and oh, God, he yeah. turns around and the walker that carl was fucking with late earlier in the episode that was stuck in the mud takes dale down and this is a scene how when we watch this Dale's holding the walker's neck, and the walker just fucking from the belly button rips him. Oh, well, this is a Greg Nicotero, uh, again, a moment. Spills. Dude, everything spills out. His intestines. Shit, please. liver. I gotta say, like, so for season boring. two, the, the well oh. to this, um, this intestine scene, opening, day, uh, uh, day, day for Dale died. dying, like, yeah. but wait. Um, I have when Dale gets that goes in the book when he gets ripped annals, apart in the annals. He gets ripped apart. It's right after he left the house. And the way he's screaming while uh, he's wait, getting his wait, stomach I'll ripped get over to that. So when he huh. starts getting ripped, he screams, and Daryl's the closest person because Daryl walks. It's a out mute right scream, by the way. He tries nope. to let out a nope. ah, but it's a ah. No, nope. yeah, like, no, it's yeah. not. It's very loud because well, everybody hears it. Yeah, Daryl was the only one that was closest to it. And he immediately runs there. And like that, Daryl gets there. And, dude, this is where Daryl becomes a fan favorite. Yeah. Daryl kicks the dude off, fucking grabs his neck like this, yeah. crushes his head, yeah. and then throws his knife. And Daryl does this. He's all, he grabs his head. He's all, hold on, buddy. He says, buddy. You know? Yeah. Well, hold on, buddy. It's the only amount of love you've ever seen Daryl or Merle well, no, we ever give. Well, later. But at that moment, moment, and he's all, over here, fucking Rick, Shane, everybody. Dude, when fucking Andrea runs there, she start, drops everything. She starts shaking. Yeah. And she just loses it. Yep. And this is why in the speech, when she backed him up, it was such a dope moment. Mm. No, the whole second... Season two, she hated Dale. But at that moment, she mm. had Dale's back, and then he fucking dies. Mm. But later... And, and when she gets there, she holds his head. Goddamn uh, Shakespeare. Herschel, do something! Yeah. And Herschel's all... Uh, yeah, that, no. that scene was fucking tears. Yeah, it's like... It's like it's heartbreaking. Could have been a play. The worst <laughs> part, where's Shane? He's in the back as usual. When big shit happens, he's all... Yeah. And then Rick, Sucking what does he do? Crying, he pulls his fucking cannon yeah. out, 
and then again, like the wait, Sophia wait. thing. Oh, no, but and this is a credit to Robert Kirkman because this character is not in the comics. Daryl, mm -hmm. you see a hand come and and grab. Uh, and that's Rick's where Daryl steps up no, to the next he level. He grabs too. Rick's hand and he's all. No, you've done enough. You, you yeah. do way too much. Yeah, brother. yeah, yeah. And then. Yeah. Rick immediately starts seeing the bond. No, Rick starts crying, dude, and he yeah. turns away and he goes to Lori. And then Daryl goes, kneels down, and he's all, Hey, buddy. Sorry, brother. Yep. And then he fucking screen goes black. Yeah, that's what he needed. <sighs> Was it crossbow or gun? Oh, Rick's cannon. fucking yeah. Rick's, cannon. Oh, dude. Rick's cannon. He there's takes Rick's ball. gun from Harry, him. Harry gun. And Rick turns and just starts crying to Lori. So that was the end of 11. 12. Okay. All right. Sorry. Twelve is called Better Angle, Better Angels. There's not a lot. The one thing I want to say about this episode is yeah. this is where the group dynamics change. Well, obviously, everybody starts. I like Rick or I don't like Rick. You know, Andrea has a lot to do with this, and mm -hmm. unfortunately, so does Lori. I think Lori's. I think Lori is very confused in the fact that she is really in love with two men yeah. that are like really close to each other. Mm -hmm. right. They're like which brothers, is like, which yeah. is like really confusing to her in the fact that she has this like loyalty towards Rick in the fact that like she thought that he was dead. Yes, which is why she made the decisions that she made. But at the same time, if it wasn't for Shane. She wouldn't still be alive, and they. And the reason that she, that her and Carl are still there is because of Shane, yep. and she says to him multiple times, "Like you have saved me so many times," and like when he's on the like pillar where he's like, "Yeah, they're making the watch," yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. she she talks to him, and she was like. You know, this might be your baby, and she's like, we "But I, but I want, you, I want to thank you for everything that you've done because if it wasn't, she tried for you, to be, yeah. She nice realizes about it. at that moment, like I can't give Even you, I, don't know I can't you give do. you the love that you need, but at the same time, I want you to know that, like, you are meant to be here. But You're it wasn't, wanted. it wasn't at that point enough for him, like." He wanted all or nothing. Yeah. Like, he wanted... You've seen his character. He's not that kind. Right. Hey, I want to ask you this. So, exactly what you're saying. At that moment, they did the tower where Shane was right. building the lookout, right? Right. And uh, right after... And this is where Laurie, in, in the show, I don't know about the comics, but she starts stirring the narrative with Shane and Rick, mm -hmm. where they start really going at odds. And I fucking blame a lot of this on Lori. And it's in the show. I won't say. Well, that's why I call her a cunt. Oh, she so becomes a fucking pretentious cunt for this reason. Pretentious? Uh, when they do the flashback up. of Lori before the apocalypse and Shane comes and says, uh, Rick's been shot. What does she tell her friend? We got into a fight. All I want him is to yell at me. Like, Dude, that's I, really all you want I, Rick to do is I yell think, at you? I think she was more, like, if you look back on it, like, I think she really was confused from a woman's standpoint. I think she was is, falling out of love. No, no. What I'm saying is, it's like, I think she just, like, didn't want to admit to the fact that she really did love Shane. Mm. She just was like, Agreed. he was, like, a person of necessity and he kept me alive. Yeah. 
But like at that moment, I really didn't think that she wanted to admit that she really needed him. So when the possibility of him leaving, she didn't want him to leave. She wanted him to be there and be a part of it. You're so right. Because for the fact of this, it's like she. She kept trying to keep him there. She didn't want to like accept the fact that like she really did love him. But that's so hard to navigate. though. I know. But this is where Shane tries to kill Rick because Shane goes in and grabs Randall. Yes. Takes him out, snaps his neck. Okay. From the barn, right? Hold on. Grabs, snaps his neck, runs into a tree to cut himself. Yeah. And then when everybody's looking for him, Shane comes out of the brush and was like, he hit me. And right off the bat, everybody's like, really? You, Shane? This little fucking twat, limpy twat, yeah. fucking got you. And the first one to realize that was bullshit was Rick and Daryl. Yeah. Okay, but they went off and searched for a rat. Wasn't Carl there for some? Uh, it, that doesn't matter. Okay. Shane, but they all split into groups, right? So it's Glenn and Daryl, and it's fucking Rick and Shane. <sighs> Glenn and Daryl, Glenn or Daryl is the tracker. So. This is the the part where Daryl's like, this doesn't make sense. He's all the tracks are on top of each other. Meaning, oh, that's right. I remember. Meaning, when you back. watch it, Shane had the gun to the back of Randall's head, so it was footprint to footprint, single file, right? And Daryl was like, it stops here. Like, what the fuck? And then, sure enough, turns around. Boom! There's Randall. He's a walker. And when they kill him, Daryl almost dies, and fucking Glenn redeems himself from freezing out with Herschel, and he saves Daryl. And at that moment, they get up, and they're looking, and Daryl goes like this. He looks at the body, and he's all, they ain't no bite marks. Mm. Yep. And then Glenn's all, are there scratches? He's like, no. Nah. And then they look at the neck, and Daryl's off. He was killed. And then, boom, next scene, they 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 cut scene, and it goes right to the fucking dude. This shit is so creepy. It's Shane and Rick, but the whole time, Shane is keeping Rick in front of him, and they're just talking. So this is where you plan to do it. Shane, look, he's breathing, and there's smoke coming out of his mouth because it's cold. He's all, (sighs) he's got blood coming in his face. And you really believe if you walk back onto that farm alone, no me, no Randall, hush up. You really believe they're going to buy whatever bullshit story you cook up? Rick called all of this. It ain't going to be easy. But Lord and Carl, they'll get over you. They've done it before. This is the most heart-wrenching thing. He's all, he's all, your wife doesn't love you. He's all, you got a weak son, Rick. He's all, he's weak. Your wife's broken. He's all, I can fix that. What you know about what I can live with? You got no idea what I can live with, what I'll live with. We'll talk about what I can do, Rick. How about what you can do? Here I am. Come on, man, raise your gun. 
Even right here, right now, you ain't gonna fight for him. I'm a better father than you, Rick. And then fucking Rick turns grimy right here. Yeah. Where he pulls his gun, he's all, watch my hand. He pulls his gun out. And watch my hand. Nice and easy. Except he walks to Shane. And he gives him butt first the gun. Yeah. And Shane keeps looking. He takes his other hand and grabs it. And Rick fucking grabs his knife yeah. right into the fucking heart. He's all, this is your fault. He's all, I didn't want to do this. He's all, I loved you, brother. So sad. He stands up. after what he just said to him, dude. And, and Rick was right. He, Shane let him out to kill him, dude. And then right when Shane dies, he stands up, he turns around, and there's Carl. Oh, yeah. And Carl pulls his gun out, and he points it to his dad. Yeah, that's kind of, Yeah. But what happens, Howell? And I remember watching and be like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing, Carl? <laughs> no, didn't you just hear no, what he said? But here's the thing. Dad about you? The episode ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I know. We had to right? wait. So the beginning well, of the episode. Well, and that's not the finale. Yeah, no, that's you know true. What I mean? like, we're, that's we're the, la- the finale right here. The last. Yeah. Well, what, can I say something? This becomes a moniker, not just that se- season two had mid-season finales, yeah. which were a big thing that came on with the show. But not only that, but you started to realize that it wasn't the... If it was a mid-season finale, yeah, it was the episode prior to the finale that was the craziest fucking right. one. Seconds and then last. the actual right. end yeah. one was like it kind of tied everything the in. Resolve. It, yeah. That became yeah. a moniker. It was yeah, like Suns, the Game second. Thrones, yeah. yeah, a lot of them started to do it. Even Game Sons, like Breaking everything. Bad, yep. It's like. The one right before the end was the fucking volcano. Soprano started it, by the way. Shit. But yeah, so what you're saying, how you're absolutely right. Because that was a fucking mind blowing episode. Shane fucking dies. What do you mean? That is the most mind blowing. Hold on. The finale. He dies. Yeah, he dies. And then it goes. Rick kills him. Wait, it goes dark. (laughs) And then the finale episode. And and we all knew that was culminating. The oh, final yeah. episode, we all knew that was episode 13, right? Season 2 has 13 episodes. It's called Beside the Dying Fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. The herd overruns the farm. Andrea gets alone. And everything bad happens. But it starts with right after Rick kills Shane. And yeah, it, Carl it, pulls the gun out. Breakdown. Right, no. But what they did here, Queasy... I think only one movie has, has was this in the comics. This. Wait, hold on, how? There's something that they did in the cold open of the the finale episode, where they do these cut scenes where it's all, rah, rah, oh yeah, and it goes to Shane's face, and then it goes right into uh, zombies eating fucking rapidly, and then it keeps going in and out to Shane's face and zombies eating. 
And so then, did they do that? No, the no, in the cold open. And then they go to, to Rick, to Carl, and Carl asks him this. He's all, I, I did it. I did good, right, Dad? And then it goes right back into one last flash. And right before he does anything, fucking Shane stands up. Carl fucking caps yeah. Shane. And then Carl asks him, what happened? Like, what happened? He didn't, he didn't know. He didn't see that Rick killed Shane. And right when Rick opens his mouth, they do a pan shot, and it's just hundreds of walkers on the horizon. Yeah, they heard it. And then, boom, the cold open. And then it's from almost like a cattle, it's almost like a dinner bell when they hear that shot, you know? Oh, yeah. they and know, they know, and they start coming. So the finale episode, yeah, but throughout the the finale episodes, episode they knew that like those this. that herd was coming. Though. Oh yeah, 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 that was the one. Yeah. So yeah. today, when I watched the finale episode, I was like, wait, am I on the wrong season? It starts in Atlanta in the city, right? And they see a helicopter, and all the walkers start flocking. And this actually runs prevalent hall. You know what I'm talking about later in other shows and even in this one. The walkers start going through the woods and everything. And then they hear one gunshot. And it's supposed to resemble Shane shooting the gun when he gets stabbed by Rick. And then all the walkers change their pace and they go this way. And then it's the walkers on the horizon. So right before Rick's about to tell Carl that how he, why he killed Shane, boom. He sees it, they run, the farm gets overrun. I don't really want to go into everything about that whole episode because it's dope. The groups get separated, Andrea gets alone, and they all reunite at the end on the freeway where they were in the first episode with Sophia, right? Everybody reunites minus Andrea. Because she's alone running through the forest with all the guns. And then they drive till one of the cars runs out of gas. And it's where how Rick ends up telling them about what the doctor from the CDC told them. And then they get really pissed off. Like Carol fucking starts to tell Daryl, fuck Rick, we don't need him. And Rick's like, all right. It's almost night. Let's start a fire. Fucking let's just stay here. And it starts to... It starts to turn into... Everybody trying to... Carol, basically, and even Lori starts to doubt Rick. Herschel does not doubt Rick. Daryl does not doubt him. And Daryl even says to Carol, he's done good by me. The same guy that cuffed your brother to the fucking ceiling, you know, the roof. But the last thing I want to say about this episode is Rick spits some hard truth at the end of this where he goes off on this speech of, I never wanted to be your leader. I didn't want any of this. And I always wondered, did they, did he do that in the comics? Dude, there's a fucking... The stuff that, that Shane says to to him right before, like on during at, at, when they pause in the walk, in the comic books, Shane really fucking opens up his chest, dude, and it's like it 
it's it's way more heartfelt in the comic, and it's just like you derailed my life. I mean, I mean, in a in a, in a devious way, but he he just spills, he spills all this shit. He's just like, dude, you derailed my life, man. You fucking you fucked up my shit. The government was supposed to come. They're supposed to help us. Oh, like shit. I'm I got a baby on the way. You fucked up my life, kind of shit. You know, and it's like you're telling me that, like, but but it's. In in a way, I think the comic book more he 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 wasn't as devious to 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 Rick. I mean to Laurie in in saying that Rick was dead. I think it was um, Laurie thought something and, and he went with it. You know. Right, right. And so you didn't. I I didn't feel. Uh, I felt bad for Shane more in the comic than in the show. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I in remember the watching the it. show and and just being like, "Yes, he got a bad rap." Yeah, and just and just towards that ending though. And the way what he said to him before that happened yeah. about his wife and his kid, no, nah, he saw your wife is Rick, broken. Kill that motherfucker. Your son Piss is weak. You got a weak son, Rick. Dirty, dude. I, yeah, but I don't. Oh, I, don't tell me up, my kid's man. weak. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck, bro. Well, well uh, I mean, I think what Shane was saying was yeah. he was bringing upon his own death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suicide by cop in a way. He could have said so many other things. For sure. He was saying he's like. He was basically saying, fucking kill me. Kill me, because if you let me live, I will kill you, it would, it and I will take your wife and your fucking kids, and work. this is my life, you son of a bitch. Oh, dude, yeah. that's no, that's exactly what he was what saying, he was saying. Oh, and that's why yeah. he was just Holy. like, kill me now, because if right. you don't... He knew that Rick I will do it. You, it's you or me, bitch, no. but you got to do this. Because you know what I'm gonna do if well, you do this. We go, back to, yeah. we go back to uh, me or doing you. good things, doing the right thing in the wrong way. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, he Andrea, knew. Yep. He knew that he couldn't right. do it. You see that? It, it's like Rick probably couldn't do it. Rick needed a push, you know, and that's the push. Shane was. That the was push. the push that yep. he needed. Hey, and as you watch the show, yeah. our leading man, Rick Grimes, yeah, always needs a little push. But what you realize in the end, yeah, you're so right. Is he is the king, and everything he does yeah. is for the greater good. Yeah. When they, he gives a speech, there's a pan shot, and what do we see? It's the ending shot. They go up, and oh, the in prison. the night sky, yeah. well, that was... you see an outline of a prison. Um, what I find the most interesting, and we touched upon it kind of midway yeah. where you said in the comics that Rick revealed what he heard from yeah, the yeah. doctor. Mm. So um, I think anyone that watched it live like I did, uh, when you finished the first iconic season of Walking Dead, uh, there was the literal last couple minutes that Dr. Irwin or whatever, what the fuck was his name, whispered in Rick Grimes' ear, Right, which we barely heard, mm. right? Watching it and later realized what it was. Right? Yeah. Um, literally, what that doctor said in 11 seasons of this show mm. is pretty much the antithesis. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is the crux of the show. Why was there a virus? How did this start? What happened? Through 11 seasons, they mentioned shit about shit. They allude tons, but nothing more revealing than in the last seconds of the first season. Yeah, I think that's when the, the doctor of the, of the CDC series, goes, "Everyone's infected." It's it, it, he doesn't he doesn't have to say it. 
it's an airborne disease, which we know now in the world we live in. Everyone's infected. You just have to die to turn. That's it. Yeah. You can get a cut. You can survive. You can heal. You can cut your limbs off. doesn't matter. Yep. If you die, you turn. That's it. That's the whole Walking Dead story. Done, period, closed book, let's go home. And they said it right in the beginning vaguely. And what I find profoundly interesting is our leader of this show was the only one that was told to. Mm. And when the second season started, which we're talking about, this leader who made insane moves in the first season became so timid became not himself and uh, obviously bub said it at the end he at the dude i remember watching this yeah i forgot that the doctor said that Mm -hmm. because right from the bat sophia gets lost we're heard fucking freeway holy shit this and that farm are we gonna survive oh shit there's a new family glenn's in love oh my god oh herschel there's a walker we're still finding it like so much goes on you Forget that. Yeah. I did. And not till the very end of the season, Rick says, he reveals, so I know something. And until he did that at the last second of the end of the season two, I was like, holy shit, that's right. I forgot it. Now thinking of that, watching all the moves he made, whether he believed the doctor or not is irrelevant. It's the fact that fucking he knew in the back of his head, like, shit, wait, really? He was so soft. Yeah, he knew. Don't die. Carl, holy shit. Stop it. We all need to be peaceful. Everybody, come on. Let's do this. No, no fights. Come on. Yeah. He was extremely passive. Well, also, Rick losing, losing there Dale, were, Rick had to become but kind there of the were moral moments, compass now. You know? What I'm saying with Rory my sure point is wouldn't. there were moments in this season, knowing that prior to revealing, where he did grimy shit. Mm. Where throughout the season, he was such a puss. He was not a leader. He didn't make decisive decisions, which... As we watch, he does. I, I find it mind-blowingly interesting um, that I never caught that. And follow that and watching it again, yeah. being like, shit, that makes perfect sense. Right. The way he acted, the way that Shane took over. No, Shane didn't take over. He had a fucking ace card up his sleeve that he knew where, that he would, didn't share with his wife, his child. He subconsciously was protecting everyone. You know what I mean? And when he finally revealed it, they looked to him as a villain. And, like, you fucking betrayed us and all this. But I I don't know. I, I mean, everyone takes this their own. But I think that literally is the beginning of the real Rick Grimes. The true man, the true leader, the true protector. The, the guy that will literally, as you see, will rip a motherfucker's throat yeah. to protect the people he loves. Shit. He will drink blood and sure. fucking kill children. Wow, well, well, I don't know about that. No, earlier, I, no I'm just saying, like, that's... Uh, this was Kirkman repairing things. 
and that was a thing that he repaired from the comic because he, he saw and he was like, I shouldn't have done that. You blew me away when you said that that was mid part yeah. of that. When Queasy told me, he's like, no, no, that wasn't midway. He was like, it was early on in the barn. Like, early on in season two. He told way before any of that shit. And it doesn't, it's like, I don't understand it. I understand. But I understand making it for TV. Holding it. You got to spread it out. And then being the guy. I would do that. Personally, I'd be like, shit. I could tell oh, like, everyone, but then yeah. everyone would take that information and freak yeah. out and leave. Yes. Or it's just like, am I responsible? And will I take this in as a father? Yeah. And I will bear burden Why did he this. Whisper and it to I me? and I will fucking protect everyone, yeah. being like, look, as long as we do this, we'll be yeah. fine. Yep. yep. We will be fine. But if I tell everyone this, they might be like, look, there's no longer a family, yeah. and I. The fucking let's party. A million scenarios happen. Yeah, dude. Exactly. So, it actually is written perfect. It yeah. makes perfect sense, and it is. Did and, not and know props, that. Yeah. Now Robert knowing Kirkman. that, it's so much more cooler. And yeah. like, holy Wait, props shit! Props to Robert Kirkman for not only writing the comics but uh, involved in the show yeah. and rearranging it, and the way he changed it, fucking awesome. Well, I gotta go back to like. I way, like season two better. I, I way back before, like I remember being such a. I read this book. I I remember when you guys were Magellan. I left the book over there. And it was called, like, The Prison of the Dead or something. It had, like, this shot of a zombie in a jail. Dude, that was such a fascinating idea to me. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I had that idea first. You um, wrote I thought a that screenplay that, was that I do have that no, but, but that was, I mean, incredible, this, by this the way. would have been before uh, Kirkman's thing, like, when you guys were at Magellan. I yes, remember thinking, yes. what an idea. To wh- Why wouldn't you go to a prison, you know what I mean? Why not? Or... What if you were in a fucking prison? Imagine the outbreak. Exactly, and it, and that happens. The cops are gone. Like people yeah. think, like I, I, yourself. I will I will point out um, when the fucking levees broke in in um, um oh yeah New Orleans, dude. There's a documentary I saw that oh, it makes I heard. It, it's yes. the scary. I it's a horror movie. Get PTSD from it, dude. Like the cops left. They left. Flooding. They left. These guys were in the fucking cells. cells. And the cops left them there, and the water was rising. Yep. And no, no, the uh, well, yeah, but the because of imagine going out like uh, that, uh, dude, dude, it makes me shiver in fucking. I'm already getting. (laughs) These guys were in their cells, like, what do we do? Dude, we're getting the fuck out of here. Is what we're doing. Break that bed off the fucking wall, and we're gonna bust the fuck out of here. I was always lucky. I always had a huge roommate, so I could see like, just keep kicking the door, and we'll get out of here. You know. But that's what it would end up. But well, Kirkman, yes. yeah, dude. And so when when you when you fucking go up that hill and you start to see it, I remember just being like, "Oh yes!" God. I remember being so stoked, dude. The prison's coming up, Wait, and that—that's a perfect segue, because there's so much. I, I yeah, wish prison, I could. Three, I wish so. the next session we could just go right into the. Prison. So Rick confesses what he knows. Yeah. The group, there's uh, the group no, is but fractured. Rick gives yeah. the speech. He gives the where speech. He he tells everybody, "I didn't want this." And then you wanted me. No, I, and he, the last thing he said at the speech, right. where he was just basically telling everybody, minus Herschel, because Herschel was pretty much the only one in Daryl yeah. at that time that were a hundred percent behind Rick. Yeah, yeah. But Carol of anybody was starting the dissension yeah. amongst the group, and. When he gave that fucking speech, dude, it was such a... I didn't realize how awesome that moment was. Yeah. And when he said it, 
everybody didn't say shit. That's what I'm saying. It's a pivotal that everybody was quiet. Pivotal moments, you know. This the, the this season when he said it, he walked series. away, and the overshot, the drone view when he walked away, it padded up, and then the the credits came and the music, and you saw the prison, and that is where we will end it. And uh, next year we'll talk about the prison well, season three. Yeah, or, or maybe, or you don't know. I really. I'm gonna have a fucking <laughs> field day. Yeah, dude. There's so much. Oh, I can't wait because this is in, comic, comic in, to film. In good ways and in bad ways. I always thought the cool. The, it's such a weird dynamic for me to know, because because you're right. I was in, and it's like I I'm looking at these dudes. Like I know exactly what's gonna happen. Oh my and god! I, didn't I just say anything. You know what? I just thought about this. Yeah. Is you revealed to us? Yeah. This is going to be one of the greatest zombie things ever to hit TV. Mm. And you predicted it, and yeah. it happened. And we, all of us, watched the first season. Yeah. Then you went in. <laughs> and then the rest of The Walking Dead was not with you. Know, which is kind of great for me and Buzz because True. you exactly. already knew what was happening. Yep. And so we watched Wait, hold on. I you know you know. Wait, hold on. You would have been trying too, to dude. pry it out of yeah. me, you know? Wait, wait, wait hold like, on. What happens to You'd be like, oh, no, I this is going to be bad. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I did, too. Everything Queasy had, I read. The last thing in the... I read every comic that he had. All The last thing I remembering was pretty much the end of... I'm not going to say his name, but... Okay. Somebody from three and four. Okay. Okay. Mm. I, I remember sitting there and making the decision to be the guy that does not say, hey, uh, Cargo, yeah, or excuse me, I'm going to have to cut that out. Hey, Beep. <laughs> You you said you read this, huh? What happens right here? And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I read it a long time ago. Yeah, dude. I did not want to give that juicy nuggets away, you know. Look, uh, I mean, really to just put a bow on it. This show, it's why we're having a put a bird on year and year and series and series. It's it's gonna be strap up, guys. This is gonna be for Uh, a while. Uh, and then we got to get to fear. Everyone knows. And then we got to get to fucking oh, all the all side shoots. The one with the submarine. Oh, all of it. Dead in the water. Yeah, all of it. Fear. Fear is fear. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Fear is good. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 gloss. <laughs> I don't even know if we can, but we will. Um, take care of each other. Uh, try not to die. We'll see you next week. Bye. You don't know what we've had to go through out there. Things we've had to do. I bet you've had to do some of those same things yourself, am I right? Because ain't nobody's hands clean on what's left of this world. Let's take a nice, friendly hayride to this uh, farm, and we'll get to know each other. Take it easy. Nobody's killing anybody. Nobody's shooting anybody, right, Rick? We're just friends having a drink, that's all. Now... You gotta understand, we can't stay out there. But the farm is too crowded as is. I'm sorry. You'll have to keep looking. Keep looking? What do you suggest we do that? I don't know. I hear Nebraska's nice. <laughs> Nebraska. This guy. Sound is getting ill about a minute. So here's a
What's up? Yeah, I'm chilling in Honolulu City. Now with the number one mixtape DJ in the country, Queezy. He got the mixtape game going nuts. You know what I'm talking about? You guys ready for some more tonight? Yeah, coming straight out the high state. Grow nigga miserable, murder for the principal. My main bitch switch, must admit it was difficult. Cut the hustle hard, homies living in my living room. Loud pressure, homie, they forget I'm just a criminal. From the one of ran to, whole French for Zantu. Intense with a plan, move suspense, it's revengeful. On a tightrope, so if I fall, everybody lose. I give a fuck about friends, everybody fool. I'm still fucking if I shoot, everybody shoot. I sacrifice for this life, shit you'll never do. Stab you, then I'll stash you by the river rocks. You better. 
spot. And now I'm liquor twat. Unless she lets my zipper drop. Kiss the cock, but after that, she better lift the mic. Matter of fact, twist my clip. Go and fix me, Scott. Tricky Fox with your nose running. That's a Whitney snot. And fuck the city cops. A lot of niggas got drums that'll turn your little guns into Disney props. Jab you in the corner, you're for trying to eye my crispy knots. Cats are getting corny, yeah, they multiply like Jiffy Pop. If I ain't in the lab grinding on some grizzly chops, cats me on tour smoking more than the chimney top. I had a change from the pain. Now things ain't the same. This is the name of the game. Yeah, it calls on the blame. This is the name of the game. I had to change from the pain. Now things ain't the same. This is the name of the game. Yeah, it calls on the blame. This is the name of the game. Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, yup. Flash the plastic, probably turn him to a jabberwocky. Got everybody in the building high, it's like I gassed the lobby. So they will vomit, have the fabric looking apricotty. Now your bitch pinching through a phone, trying to magnify me. Give a fuck about how a pundit try to classify me. Fuck it, I said blunted in the office, counting Mabiscotti. Watch my people do drugs, yeah, my past is rocky. Now I call a dime to come and suck me till she pacify me. I play the coupe, looking like saber tooth. Outside navy blue, interior baby food. You say you walking, I see baby shoes. Everybody with us really do the shit they say they do. I'm talking kitchen appliances, dope conduits. I form an Instagram where it's never no commenting. I don't do no fake alliances, broken promises. Bought all my own jewelry and watches, I know what time it is. Looking like Ryan Gosling with the scamalit. I gotta duck him. Imagine me out here trying to find a bitch. Imagine Before that. the rhymes could hit, I had bitches trying to swallow it. Y'all be out here persuading chickens like a lobbyist. Moving silence, Illuminati shit. Wasn't even tripping off rap, now I'm back to body shit. Wow. Time to get in touch with reality, ditch the Oculus. Got enough crack in the street to make a Ducati flip. Yeah. Only a coward like you would care about these people. In to see what condition my condition was in. Decorate the doll, then I'm sticking the pin. Deep into your skull, now your vision is dim. Yeah, I'm living in sin. I put the gin in the tonic, the demonic in gin. I'm the old CNI, call me Lord of the Rings. I'm Caesar's friends, I want them dead. An animal to my collection of shrunken heads. Let's take a little trip through these misty streets. We say, with you on these gypsy beats. In the booth with the booze as the whiskey breaks. There's a rot in me kitchen and the chimney leaks. And I ain't left the house for six weeks. At least you could freeze in these degrees. So don't sleep when you're driving on the freeway. Dolls on my keychain. He say, she say, we say. Ooh, what the fuck you gon' do? We're the ones that knew who had to come and bring that new. Cause we on that
If rap was a game, I'll be MVP. The most valuable poet on the MIC. Yo, if rap was a game, I'll be MVP. The most valuable poet on the MIC. If rap was a game, I'll be MVP. The most valuable poet on the MIC. So if rap was a game, I'll be MVP. The most valuable poet on the MIC. Not making a decision is a big decision. Dead rabbits. Yeah. From a curse tomb inside a geezer. You never seen such a vile creature. Tribal leader infected with some kind of fever. Fire breather setting fire to your entire feature. Looking like I just swallowed a fog machine. Cops and screams as I stop your team. Conquering is a common thing. Toppling demonic monsters on the scene like John Constantine. It's a clash kicking ass when the gods spit. A misfit whose antics are ranted and obnoxious. Bad brains like she let her teeth strike the cockpit. Madman born inside a black flag mosh pit. When I spit, it sounds like a Glock spraying. It's scripted nonfiction on a bullet. The shot Reagan. Y'all need to stop hating. Call me Colin Kaepernick. I won't stand for it. And I'm not playing. <laughs> Oh, shit. 
shit. Nah. Nah. I grab the mic and I will damage you. Cause the whole stamina. Head coach the medical will damage you. One person in you out with the cap. Bring the heel on you. Make sure he's Come on. I'll grab the mic and I will damage you. Yeah. Cause the whole stamina. Head coach the medical will damage you. One person in you out with the cap. Bring the heel on you. Make sure he slip the right amount. Wake you up and then the ass you. How do you attend it? How many you get out of
Jealous nigga. Knowing my steeds black, Ron G. You know we coincide with BC. Marvelous men is both society. But anyway, let's toast. Champagne thoughts with ghosts. I match the most. Shotguns through the nose. Fuck rap. Hip hop for me, York top. Low wears and Tommy Hill fly shit with a knot. The way the unpredictable live shit. Drive by shit. Do a die shit. I take your lying shit. And then you know I'm running through the beat now. Fair. Walk through showers. Wow. The old lace snitch. But fuck it. You know it. One love, kid. No, I'm not doing a bit. Too much to get for what? The six niggas got stuck in the nigga chain was truck. Yo, fuck that. Criminology rap. Sneaker state jet black floating in the flies act. Nigga, bring it. Much love go to New York City. All my Tommy Hill ice rocking niggas. Hi. Gee, uh, I'm, I'm glad you made it. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Thanks. Gee, uh, and you, you came without even your agent with you. Yeah, he's a jerk. <laughs> well, uh, can, I, can I get you anything? No, no, no. no. Yeah. I don't have time. Don't need anything, huh? Okay. A cup of coffee, maybe? No, no, no. I just got a couple no. minutes. Uh, okay, uh, here's, here's the idea. What is it? And, it, and it, you're the only one who can do it, of see? Of course, I, I know that. Well, you have the strength, yeah. the character to do it. That's true. And uh, the ego. Yes, it I... requires a lot of ego. Well, I've got a lot of ego. Well, that's why I thought of you. Uh-huh. See, I got this idea for this movie. I don't know how it'll be done exactly, because it's... Uh, well, it's going to require some very special effects. We can have that done. Don't worry about that. Yeah. But I figure it can be done, because they're doing miracles now. It really. can be done, Billy. They have all kinds of tricks. Yeah, what's the story? Yeah, you can do all sorts of things with film. Yeah, I know that. Well, what's the story? <laughs> well, why am I telling you? <laughs> you know. I, I, tell me what you've got you're, in mind. You're a, you're a star. Yeah, but tell me what you've got in mind for me. One thing you don't like is ego. I well, think that about you. 
Because uh, you'll have to play a lot of different roles in this movie, see? Uh, sounds good. Well, you'll be the only actor or actress, too, for that matter, in the whole movie. Well, you'll be playing all the characters. I like it. Wherever you go, you're not only going to be yourself, you know, the lead, but you're also going to be uh, everybody else. Hey, great idea. Everybody. Everybody you come in contact with. Got you hurrying to work, see? Uh, you're going a little too fast, and, uh, and a cop pulls you over for speeding. That's the, you know, you roll down the window, and, uh, and the cop is you looking at yourself in the car, you see? And you're taking out your driver's license to show it to yourself, is it? That's the idea. Or is it? <laughs> oh, that's just the beginning. You'll be in all the crowd scenes, and all the crowds will look like you. And your wife will look like you. And you lunch with your wife. Play a, a her. Yeah. You'll be able to play the waiter. You'll be able to go into the kitchen and see the chef. It'll be you. I, I think it's got great possibilities. I love it. And, and think of the money we'll save in billing. We only have to use your name. Oh, excellent. I think I'll have a cup of coffee. <laughs> Say Adams. Dude, I can't. I, I, I did not know. I, I didn't know that it. You know where that song. You know how we know that song, right? Which song? Goo Muck. You know what that's from, right? Oh, what movie that's from? Um. Wait. Texas what? Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. What song are you talking when about? When she's Goo -Goo in the station. In the fest. When they're in the carnival. No, they're they're. they're Daytime the, part. Yeah, they're at the. They're it's Stretch and, and LT. They're at the at the at the radio station. Oh, man. Dog goes, will hunt. She stops. It's right before that. It's right before Dog will hunt. It's that's when they play Goo Goo Muck. The Wednesday uh, Adams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, they play that in. That's the two? one she dances. Yes, oh, yes. Get the, the fuck out of here. We got to In the radio. When I heard it. I was like, that's good. I was like, no way. I was Wait, like, the, right the, on. The, I love dang, that. Dang, 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 the one, the original uh, Wednesday she's Adams. Talking, she's talking on the radio and then she goes, okay, and now I. she might even say the name and then she flips it on. And then she starts talking to LT. Nice. Oh my God. Nice nod. Wait, bro. is that when she goes out and looks in the parking lot? I think it's. I think I want. Well, there's a mezzanine that to that radio station, right? Yeah. Because there's yeah. the radio station, then you take a couple steps down. There's yeah. kind of oh, a living LT, room yeah, before yeah, the yeah, entrance. Yeah, yeah. All the records. Where he gets yeah, all crazy. What are you doing here? Dog will hunt. Let's save that because oh, that movie is so. I oh, I can't wait till we re review. Yeah. I got one last question. Ah. I'm psycho, my knife flow, it's gas like nitro. You like though, I'm Michael, kill virus, it's like ISO. Unbreakable, you make a move, get smoked like the hydro. It's hip hop forever, and you can't break the cycle. Let's face it, you basic, on top, bitch, I'm acing. I'm bracing the nation, bitch, I'm sick as a patient. Acting like you Jason, and my face is condensation. I, as a spaceship, on the mic, I'm a mason. I grind for dimes, you try to come for mines. You die, the rhymes, it's all in my mind. So focus, I'll smoke it, what the fuck I got in mind? Keep doses. Ferocious, I leave a slug in your spine. Ah, goodbye, when I let the dagger fly. You fly, open your eyes, and realize the lies. I'm old, dirty bastard with this shimmy shimmy eye. A lot of people die when they feel the recognize. Recognize is the illness. Wreck is the illness. Recognize is the illness. 
is the illest. Recognize is the illest. Ah, we're pages and stages. The flow is outrageous. This greatness needs gauges. I have you trapped in cages. You're brainless. My brain is on fire like I'm haters. A-list, you're racist. If I ain't on your playlist, my mind is lit. My rhymes are sick. Men is boss lethal. Your highness is the finest on the planet. Send you feeble. You know how we do. You about as fly as a beetle. I stick the needle in the cerebral of a sheeple. On the rail, I'm in the rail like free from Cypress Hill. Never seen this type of hell. Reverse our word is worth a male. Nick Hill and still. But all I do is bail with the steel. I drill. Got you open like a grill. I'm preaching. They reaching. They moving like they leeches. We rare species. Moving lives through the speeches. Telekinesis. I'm in the telly by the beaches Feeling, feeling kind of seasick Giving free dicks to your knees Practice the illness Recognize the illness Wreck is the illness Recognize the illness Does that song deserve to be in rotation this week or not? Radio Free Hawaii 102.7 FM. We are in the midst of the countdown of the 36 most wanted to be heard songs in the state of Hawaii over Radio Free Hawaii 102.7 FM. And at number 14, another previous song discovery. Gosh, I can't remember who this was by. I'm in the villa, spill 
and guado Keep the shit off the socials, I'm too secretive I make a bitch eat a bitch, you wouldn't believe the shit Link with Daniel's son, we still eating swordfish Now I keep some carrots on me like I'm feeding horses Refer to me as gorgeous, the best looking underground rapper ever And these bitches wanna come and see the office Play secretary, January, February, March, April, May And any other month I say did this independently, nobody gotta mention me, started my own family that moved like the Genovese, I want the money, fuck clout, you can make friends, my thing got one way out and one way in, see me driving through the city in a gray Benz with shorty with the pancake tits, I hate a fake bitch, I take trips, push a beam out and Lima with Christina, off the killer, move a femur like Selena, face like Rita, aura, I'm sorta glorifying, she sweet far as the beats, me, I'm more horrifying. Outside the booth, I'm killing them all with kindness. You tough, it's nothing to up it until your water drying. And now you want an island, probably need Wilson. The dentist gonna keep drilling, don't get your teeth filled. And wow, and wow.
Take this, take this, go. Hey, you know, everybody's talking about the good old days, right? The good old days. Well, let's talk about the good old days. Flick. 
projects with black kids. Dedicated to men who build pyramids. Word up, what the f yo? Yo, we taking you on the number chamber. Word up, son. You know how we be on it. It's real. Show these crabs how to rhyme, man. I think it's time to bless them. Word up, son.
studio vote that would have won it by a landslide but we don't have a studio vote we have to go to the phones and that's so. the way it should be darn it <laughs> okay sean uh, good luck and uh, maybe the song will make the countdown in other ways besides the song discovery all right if you look great in a bikini or if you like looking at those who look great in a bikini we've got the perfect event for you it's the 7th Annual Midori National Homemade Bikini Contest at Studebaker's in Restaurant Row. And this is a contest like no other. Bikini Contest contestants create their own unusual sexy swimwear and compete for the chance to advance to the national finals in Clearwater, Florida. You can win over $2,500 in cash and prizes for creating your own swimsuit. It's open to both men and women, but remember, your swimsuit must be made of anything but cloth. Come join me, Dave O'Day, for the 7th Annual Midori National Homemade Bikini Contest Sunday night at Studebaker's. Just imagine you could be in Florida with $2,500 cash and prizes in your hands. Start working on your swimsuit now. Call 531-8444. Midori National Homemade Bikini Contest at Studebaker's in Restaurant Row. 